watch and chat with the podcast live Thursday nights at twitch.tv slash trainwreckstv. Okay, here we go. Uh, how do I do this? Okay, give me a sec here. Speaker. Someone said to get re-added. Hello, hello. Can you guys hear me? Okay. Yeah, yeah. what up? Yeah, Poke needs help to get re-added to the call because is there a way to like kick him out and re-add yeah, him? Yeah, I'll kick him out and re-add him. The, see, the, the, the reason Poke's having trouble is because Poke's using the uh, web browser one. He's, he's using the web browser. He didn't actually get Skype. He's using no, the- I got Skype. Oh, oh you did? No, we- we've, been, we've been troubleshooting over here. Okay. Okay, I kicked you from group, brother. Okay, I, I kicked you from group poke. Okay, this is a little scuffed. I've, I've never used Skype before, so it's a, it's a little scuffed, boys. It's even more scuffed than usual. This is the scuffed podcast. Things never go the way it needs to be, you know? I don't know if it's because I'm, I'm, you know, I'm a man or maybe I'm just immature. I don't know what it is, but... Poke. All right, I'm calling poke. We'll see what... We'll, we'll see if it... Poke, did it work? Maybe, hold on. Mods, please, uh, please be very strict. This podcast, guys, th- th- this might be a scuff podcast, but please have respect. If there is, if how do you launch the one you download? I downloaded Canute. Well, okay. <laughs> I what did you say? Yeah, I should have kept the music going. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you probably should. <laughs> okay. You can turn it back on. <laughs> I think I think Richard's a little upset. He, he's thinking he should have got the uh, breakfast first. He should have definitely got the breakfast <laughs> first, and then. <laughs> He might actually still have time with you know with the poke troubles we have going. He's uh, been eating too much. Uh, too. All right, poke. So you downloaded Skype, correct? Yes. Okay. And what are you on right now? If if you haven't launched, it won't open. It won't reopen. So I had to use the browser again. Your Skype won't reopen. Yeah, I'm downloading Windows 10 again. Wait, oh wow! You downloaded Windows 10 version. the entire Windows 10? No, 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 no the Windows <laughs> 10 version of it because the other one doesn't I was launch. Say that's longer than uh, that's long. All right, well, sh- should I just introduce everyone else, or uh, how long do you think this is going to take? Just, just introduce everyone. I'll, I'll, <laughs> wait, I'll wait as long as you want because listen, I, you know, you've waited on me many times. All of you have actually, to be honest. Shit. Okay. Um, sh- sh- should we just go on with introductions? Just do what you gotta do. Listen, I got plans yeah, tomorrow morning, so I'm not gonna be here all fucking night, okay? So call me in a second. Yeah. Okay. Okay, boys. No need for the hostility, okay? We need to keep it positive. <laughs> Some people in here might be, you know, new, might be old, but the new ones, you know, it's a bad vibe to all of them. So Train wrecks, if you don't get this shit on, we're going hard on the woman hating, okay? You better fucking get your shit going. <laughs> okay. I swear to God. Hey, dude. Get this fucking show on the road. Okay, here we go. Destiny were trash talking both Jen and JCG while you did the intro here, so. Oh, my God. Really? We're, we're prepped and prepared. <laughs> okay, yeah. so let's go ahead and introduce. On the left, we have. Staying at six foot two. Oh my god! Double rimmed black glasses, so you can see his game stats of W's across the stream twice as much. Dyrus, welcome, Dyrus. Are, are we are we really doing it this way? We're really doing it's it. It's very okay. Yeah, just just go with it. Uh, Sitting below at six foot one, steroided out of his mind, two cycles in, we have Canute. In the top left corner, next to Dyrus, the World of Warcraft champion himself, Asmongold. Sitting in the, the way, middle bottom. The way this is some being of, done. Some of you may know him as Super Seducer 1 or Super Seducer 2, 
but I know him as Babe, stay in that room. Richard. <laughs> welcome, welcome, Richard. In the, to- in the top right corner next to JCG, we have Destiny. He's grumpy. I'd buy it. Thanks. No problem. Next, we have JCG sitting there. The Raj Royale winner. Welcome, JCG. Two times. Two times. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank and you. And at the bottom right, I'm going to White Knight. If you talk shit, the five-letter word starts with a J, ends with an A, Jenna. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying, okay? I'm trying here. Okay, just, just, just... Train, train. I can handle them talking shit. You're fine. Okay, I, I just want to make sure everything's cool. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm known as the shit talker, but when it comes to the, you know, the friends and the circle, I got you. Thank you. Okay, so welcome, everybody. Poke's going to come back in a little bit. Um, Yeah, welcome. How you doing, Asmund Gold? Has, has, everyone, has everyone met in here? Asmund, Richard, Richard, Asmund? Lovely. Have you guys met? Hey. Everyone's met? Okay, awesome. Jenna, Jenna, Richard, Richard, Jenna, JCG, uh, Richard, Richard, JCG. Everyone else knows each other. Dyrus, Knut, Knut, Dyrus. Awesome. So th- there are some great topics that are, you know, basically what we do here is we just talk about some fun stuff to anyone new in the chat. We just talk about everything. I Every- fixed it. Oh, you did? Congratulations, Poke. Nice. There, there he is. Sitting there, my best friend, <laughs> my best friend on Twitch, Poke Lols. He's my best friend, by the way. Okay. Next Asmongold. Asmongold's on there. <laughs> but anyways. So what, what we do with this podcast, we just talk about everything and anything. Okay? It's just, it's everything. It's fun. We're, we're going to go through it. You know, we'll bring Super Seducer up because I have some questions. I think Knut wants to add into it. It's a great game. I love the game. And your voice, I'm, I'm just as pleased with it out of the game as I'm in the game. I know that sounds a little weird, but I have a girlfriend. Don't worry. Uh, but yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know what? Let's, let's, let's get off that. Anyways, so a lot of things have happened this week. I want Trihex to be here, but his internet's out right now, so we can't have him here at the moment. But some good things have happened. Some bad things have happened. You know, we have the uh, hearing that happened. That's more political. We'll get to that a little later. We don't need to worry about that right now. Uh, Destiny will handle that section. Um, aside from that, we have the sections in IRL that have split. And, you know... Wait, let's do... How about we do, like, the stuff relevant to Richard so that we don't have to keep him here for 20 hours first, okay. right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, you, 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 you want to do that? Yeah, I think that would probably be the most considerate thing to do, yeah. Well, the, the, I didn't want to make it like he's here, like, talking about this. I just want him to, to be part of the boys so he feels part of the circle of boys. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I didn't want it to be this thing where we, like, kind of put him into a place where we ask him questions. I wanted this to be a circle of boys, the podcast. We just talk about random stuff together. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah, I mean, if Richard wants to hang out for six hours, then you can do that. Well, no, it's not six hours. It's like it's like two hours, two hours, one hour, three hours. You know, if he wants three. to leave, he can leave. He can excuse himself at any time. You know, I'm not sure. You know, Richard, what's your where are you from? Are you English? Are you Australian? Where's the accent? I'm American. I can't, I can't say uh, that English. Stuff. English. Oh, you're English. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. So, yeah. See, that's amazing. There we go. We got a fact there. But anyways. Um, I, I guess I guess IRL splitting. I guess not everyone can put their input on that. What's a good topic, Destiny, that, that, or Poke, or that, that we've talked about that would be a good topic to kind of include everyone? And I, don't, I don't think IRL splitting is a good topic. We could talk about the divorce rates inc- decreasing from sixty percent to forty, but Trix really wanted to talk about that, so that wouldn't. That's be- good. That, that's wow. a good thing. Well, I mean, like, so here, here, here's what it is. So we have everybody on here who's been on here before, I, I, I think, except for Dyrus and, and Richard. So, man, like, you've, you've made Super Seducer. That's your game. Where, where did the idea come from? I think that a lot of us have seen it. We've all seen clips. We love it. Where did that idea come from, man? 
Well, my background is as a dating coach, and okay. I was approached by a U.S. Um, publisher that doesn't want anything to do with Super Seducer now. They don't want their name linked to it because it's, wow. it's kind of dodgy for their business but it's a u.s publisher of some uh, other games and they came to me with the idea and pitched it and then we made one kind of uh, level of, of the first game as a trial then we got feedback and kind of went back and forth the first game took about uh probably two years from the first idea to release wow. And yeah, that's how it happened. I mean, I'm always open to ideas and interesting things. And uh, when I heard the idea of a game, it was it was really interesting. Well, it's really unique, you know, like it, it's almost like to me, I don't know this is a little bit weird, right? But it's almost like who wants to be a millionaire where it's like you see the yeah. person playing it and you think like as you're watching, it's like it's a very good game to watch. It's like you think, well, I would mm -hmm. pick this and then they pick that. And then you're like, OK, what's this going to happen? So and I looked at your Twitter before we started and now you're working on Super Seducer 3. Is that right? Yeah, we're not we're not working on it working on it yet we're just thinking about it and we want to do okay. something very different i think everyone would expect would be a good idea but we so, were actually thinking of doing something more uh, like open world where you can where you're you're like in an area and you can uh, oh First anything, Spill it. Uh, you got internet. Area. So, okay, that was a little bit laggy. I think that, that your, your Skype cut out for a second. So more open-ended rather than just kind of having pre-constructed scenarios. Yeah. It's much more open-ended. So, so you were like a legitimate dating coach. Is that right? Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah, my, my job. Yeah. That's our job too, all right, streamers. All right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, very cool. No, that's actually very cool. I mean, I've actually, yeah. you know, I'm yeah. not sure how good this is. I, I didn't really pay attention to what the stats actually mean, but, you know, on every level, I actually got Casanova. You know, I'm actually a Casanova. I don't know. That sounds good. It sounds good that's, to me. That's like the second second one. Top one is Super Seducer, but Casanova is good. Oh, perfect. <laughs> no. Yeah, I'm telling you, I don't know what it is. I just, I, I have the eye, you know, I, I just, you know, I have the eye, I have the mind. What's, what's the bottom one? Um, wank, uh, forever alone or wanker or I've got that one. <laughs> so, so you said the 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 publisher that you talked to, um, and, and it originally like kind of came to you with this idea, and they wanted you to help them with the idea. Your you you and this publisher have diverged in interests, right? Yeah. They don't want to have anything to do with you. Uh, can you talk about that? Uh, yeah, sure. So I can't say who okay. they are, but um, yeah. they, they got a big console deal for their Steam game. And then the publisher of that um, console version was very worried about Super Seducer being associated. So on Steam, it says that they're Red Dahlia. Basically, they still get uh, like 15% from, from the first game uh, of the money. Um, and they, they gave some like high-level help you know, with me being the first game, but they didn't want their name attached to it. And actually we, we got, you know, rejected from, from loads of different places, even people like maximum games, which is like an awful publisher that publishes anything. Why do you think that they rejected it? Can I, people didn't want anything to do with a super solution. Well, but why is that? Do you think maybe it's because of like the sensitivity in today's age where like it, it could be viewed? Cause like there were certain scenarios where like I saw, I saw it as completely normal. I mean, like, 
you know, I was born 1990, right? I mean, I feel like I was kind of the last generation. I really believe I was the last generation of like, you know, thick skin, you know, you kind of say it how it is. No one gets mm -hmm. offended. No one dissects it or overanalyzes what you're actually, you know, like all this stuff. Nowadays, you say one thing, you know, for example, if I say, you know, like my friend, he screams like a girl, you know, it's dissected, analyzed, you know, yeah. I'm a sexist. I'm this, I'm this, I'm an incel, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And we're moving toward that. We're, we're in that time, actually. So do, do you think it has anything to do with that, the sensitivity where maybe that game? You know? Yeah, of course. Well, so it has like misogynist undertones. That, that's probably what it was communicated to you. Is that right? Um, no, it was. I mean, anyone that okay. doesn't didn't want to do business with me, it wasn't necessarily that they were offended. It was that they were worried, very worried about um, Public potential backlash. backlash. So we got a petition against the game and there were all these big what? articles from people that didn't play the game. It got 26,000 signatures, the petition. Wow. And there, were, there were articles uh, harassment simulator and encouraging rape and stuff. So I understand why they didn't wow. want to be associated with it. They knew, um, that, they even, knew that they were actors, right? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Wait, what is Are that? Oh, my God. I, hold on. This is actually so embarrassingly Go. presented. Let me just present the other side. Okay. Holy okay. shit. This is, I'm getting accolades. So the <laughs> international conversation right now revolving around things all like right. the Me Too movement and all this stuff going on politically, even, I, fuck, one of our topic cities, a fucking Kavanaugh hearing, right? And then the idea that you have a game that centers around, so um, Richard, I believe you're, you're probably part of what you'd call like the PUA community, right? The pickup uh, artist, not really. By the way, for not really? Just, no, pickup artist. Okay, so Man, so maybe not, but that, we that whole piggybacks okay. off the popularity of the PUA thing. But gotcha. yeah, I've never so the PUA really thing is like really heavily rolled into like the MGTOW people, the MRA people, men's rights people. There's a whole bunch of stuff. now. I'm not saying that everybody in PUA like is all like women hating people, but all of that stuff gets really hotly rolled together. And then internationally, we're having all these conversations on like women's harassment, blah 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 blah. So the optics of like having a game where the goal is to fuck girls, understandably, can produce public public backlash. But now, whether not or not really the, the goal to fuck the girls, because in if you look at all the and the levels think about uh -huh. how many end in sex and think about how many end in just a phone number well but you're getting the phone number know, to fuck them like date. the name of the game is super seducer destiny. not super what are we talking right? destiny destiny all right so what's destiny. the word I, I, instead I think of destiny okay so i think destiny brings a that would have got, Go got the point across that it's about meeting women so give me another word that's more family friendly aside from seduce because we couldn't think of one Oh, sure. Uh, I, well, like when I look at like POA communities, like generally the draw is I'm a guy that I d can't really talk to girls well. And I wouldn't know how to be able to talk to girls because I don't want to grow up to be like a sad, lonely virgin who like never has a girlfriend. Like <laughs> that's generally the draw of like the POA community. It's not usually like I want to yeah, know how to be friends with girls, right? Yeah. Well, do, do you think that like that? Well, let me just want to ask girls. a question mm -hmm. before I get into here. Destiny, do you think that's harmful? Uh, the idea of people that want to be part of or at least like that want to consume pickup artist content. Do you think that's harmful? It can be. That's a whole okay. other conversation. I just wanted to it present why depends. there's public backlash. Well, no, and and I like understand that. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. And, and, and what you were saying, basically, so, so you're presenting the argument in terms of optics, but do you, do you feel like Super Seducer uh, enforces any of those types of like negative behaviors towards women? Like From, from what I've seen, I, I don't really think so a I lot, so but it does I, I think that obviously somebody can Perceive uh, you know, interpret that. Yeah. No, we tried to do a few things. So, I mean, first we tried to make the women very tough. So, um, in all of my scenes, I'm always getting, you know, abuse. Well, that's great. Stuff for the, for the wrong 
Um, the the other thing is that the the right options are always morally correct and would be fine for women. So it's not manipulative or, or lying or tricking because, you know, the what works is not always what's right. So there are definitely uh, techniques that are taught in the pickup artist realm that are morally wrong but that work and we definitely don't teach that stuff okay um jcg and jenna what 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 do you guys think you guys are the girls here do you like the the game or not did they did the the techniques work have you ever have you actually had a guy come up to you in real life and use a technique that you knew was from super seducer (laughs) has it happened or not yet well i haven't gone outside yet so (laughs) 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 So i don't know yet twitch chat if that happens because that's like our most social thing we'll probably do all year yeah um yeah i can't say anyone's come up to me and tried to pick me up within like the past two months so so you do yeah. find it but, but but you did find the game good and funny right i thought Absolutely. it was hilarious the first time yeah. i watched it i was watching one of my friends play through and it was not misogynistic in any way that i like thought it would be it, i don't know anyone who's getting offended by that game is wounded by well, something that's oh. true, but I, I think yeah. Destiny does bring up a good point. Wait, wait, wait. Right? Careful, careful, careful. I'm not just presenting these as my arguments. I'm just no, saying no. we're going to present why there might be a public backlash. <laughs> you have to just... do due diligence. Yeah. No, and, and you're presenting the other argument, right? You're not necessarily devil's advocate, but you're presenting the other side just for the sure. sake of the discussion. And, and I agree with you. And I even think that it's important to make sure that you rein those things in because you do have people like these pickup artist people. Like I've, we talked about this before on the show, how we've never had a female come on the show that hasn't had an extremely negative, dangerous interaction with some sort of a male before, right? Yeah. And, and, and to, to an extent, um, like that, quick, that's substantial. Yeah, and to Richard's credit, I think I played through three or four of the levels on stream. Um, that, like a lot of the, the advice or whatever being given, like seemed, I don't like to use the word like morally correct, but it was things like, you know, telling the truth is generally the best policy and stuff like that. Like th- there weren't any like tricky tricks or whatever. Yeah. Um, no mentions of like a cock carousel or any of the stuff you might hear on the POA community sometimes. Yeah. So, yeah. In the but, second game, go ahead. there's actually like towards the end of the levels, like the last few levels, there's a lot of levels that are... Uh, like you play as a girl and it's like um, oh that's cool Like you actually, it's like a girl's perspective at a, like a club or some shit like uh, I thought as a as a guy playing it I didn't really enjoy it as much as I understand <laughs> it sucks as doesn't a, it yeah I understand <laughs> you feel like oh shit this is probably how girls feel playing the game <laughs> as a guy character or something so that's think, actually that's a good idea, dude. Honestly, like now, yeah. now that I think about it, are we going to have uh, maybe in Super Seducer 4 or 5, maybe a uh, same-sex Super Seducer? I will do anything that people Ooh. want and that's commercially viable. I think that I if think I that listen be. to Same the press, sex. That brings up a lot that. of different dynamics. Yeah. The only thing and is not the normal person isn't used to that kind it. of dynamic. Guys, I, kind of scary too. I can't wait for Super du- Seducer Battle Royale. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you. Okay, I have a question about the game because I have never played it. Okay. I've only seen some streams with the game and and haven't seen that much. But the the scenes that I've uh, I've seen, they have been for me very unrealistic like places that i never would go i would never approach girls in that way do you think that this is a realistic game or 
or is it just made uh, before, made for being a game? Before Richard answers that, I mean, listen, I think, listen, Canute, I think you and okay, where you're at, okay, the, the game is like create. So, okay, first of all, the game's for fun, <laughs> and also it's like he, he he's a dating coach, right? So it's for people who have never went out. So those are scenarios and scenes and sets that like I think would be you know preferred to go on for a date. You are on a different level, right? Where you are right now with women, you're very experienced. You just kind of dial on your phone. Hey, you want to come over? Like, you know, so you can't really attribute where you are with, you know, the game. What the no, game no, kind of- no. Uh, the, it wasn't critique to the game because I haven't seen enough to say anything. It was mm-hmm. more a question if he says it's like realistic well, the, the from first a one dating is very realistic. Side. The first one was just, you know, where where do um, men and women meet in cold situations? And then we've got two date levels as well. So that, that was intended to be very realistic. The second one is um, we weren't thinking so much about the locations, but we still try and have some very practical situations and common situations. Uh, the Tinder level obviously is like the big thing now and we've got the Tinder level. And then we've got, yeah, some, some ridiculous things like uh, – chasing after the supermodel in the car but i've seen that happen <laughs> and work uh, not not with that not not with a supermodel but uh, talking to someone in traffic and then joining them in the car and driving and going for a date so it's uh, a lot of um a lot of things happen and you you can be surprised when when you're quite bold and women are often impressed by that boldness which makes it even more likely to work it's like you're sitting there with seven of your friends the guy comes over really boldly and it's like look i just saw you and you look amazing i wanted to say hi and the friends are like oh wow wow you know it's like that's confident and so it's more likely to work the scenes, so, the, the scenes are like a scary situation the scenes, like a dark street or whatever the, oh the scenes that I really enjoyed were uh, some of the scenes I enjoyed were uh, with Mahmoud. Yeah. <laughs> he reminded me of my uh, of my Persian uncle with, with some of his uh, tactics and, and what he did. Because you know I'm, I'm Persian, I'm Iranian, so like you know obviously it's not the same, but it's very you know culturally it's somewhat similar. So my my uncle is you know he's just he's just like that. He kind of says that kind of stuff. It was Mahmoud's hilarious. That 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 character in in, in, in the game is just amazing. Is, is he with you? Is he with you where you are right now? Nah, no. he's in England. Though. Can I can I ask what the how the idea came up for the first time when you asked when the option came up? My my friend Mahmoud wants to come on your face. What? <laughs> What put you? What made you guys put that in the game? What was the story behind that? There has to be a story. The way we that. did it is we came up with a script where it's like, um, you know, the right way through in this situation. And then we looked at each point and thought, like, what's the most ridiculous thing? And um, for that particular one, I think it's it's probably like the conversation between some guys that are really horrible and that would be like you know what they what they say about um one of their friends or something like that and it was it was from that so um i'm I'm actually like when i'm talking about sex and women i'm not at all dirty so i had to draw on you know experience of other people to to get that (laughs) So I, I haven't really, I'm not very familiar with Mahmoud. I'm assuming that he's just a very direct kind of guy. Is that right? Yes. <laughs> okay. I thought so. <laughs> <laughs> cool. 
Well, uh, to everyone in chat, before we move on top, uh, before we move on to the next topic, to everyone in chat, I'm going to be doing a uh, since uh, Richard was lovely enough to come by and hang out with the boys. Well, he, we're going to continue on. This sounds like I'm exiting it, but no, I'm not exiting. This is just yeah, this is okay. You know what? The, the, the point I'm trying to make here is I'm going to be giving out 10 copies, boys, 10 copies of Super Seducer 2 out to some of you random lucky people. I will be giving you guys a nice uh, 10 random Super Seducer 2 copies will be going out. So just uh, make sure to follow the stream. And uh, at the end of the podcast, I will uh, give 10 lucky, lucky whatever's of uh, Jesus Christ. I'll give 10 lucky viewers. Hey, at the end of this stream, there's going to be 10 copies of Super Seducer 2 given out by Trainwrecks. Is that what we're doing? Okay, there we go. Yeah. All right. You should do the giveaway of marbles. Holy the shit. Marble racing. Thank you, Destiny. Yeah, 10 <laughs> copies of Super Seducer 2 so you can all try it out. You can all... Uh, or not all. Ten of you can try it out and uh, see, <laughs> like it. See, see what's up. And, you know, I, I think it's a great game. I really enjoyed it. I played half of it so far, to be honest. I played the first one. It was great. And, you know, it's a fun game. It's a fun game. There's definitely some scenes that uh, are definitely very fun. Um, anyways, to move on from there, let's see if Triumph uh, is... Oh, go ahead, Dyrus. Uh, is it only going to be subs or anyone in the stream? Anyone in the stream. Oh, okay. Yeah, anyone in the stream. Subs will have a... Cyrus, did you just sub so you could get a copy? Oh, no. (laughs) Did you just subscribe (laughs) thinking I was going to make it sub only? Oh, no. Okay, (laughs) Cyrus. Don't worry about it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Cyrus, have you played the game? No, I have not. You should should stream it. It's fun. (laughs) Okay. I've watched it being played, so... Amazing. Yeah, I have too. That kind of lived the experience for me instead of playing it. Oh, I, I think like, it's um, good. I, I have a question, Richard, from a marketing perspective. I don't know how much you were involved in this, but do you think that um, uh, Asmigold said something earlier that the game is very watchable? Does that influence mm. your guys' decisions to give out copies? Because one thing that would worry me with a game like this is that like people watch everything and then they have no reason to buy it because there's not much replayability. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I, I think that that's a worry. But we saw uh, with the first game, it was quite clear when we had the spikes in um, pre-order or sales mm-hmm. and it was it was pretty good i mean the best thing is obviously a highly watched youtube clips video that's not yeah. like a let's play it's just like the the cool clips and then it's more like a trailer um but we did see an increase when we had big guys on on twitch Wait. playing so i'm sure we lose some just because it's not the kind of you know it's uh, you've seen it you've seen it kind of thing but um no it, it still generated sales gotcha so the idea of like a, a game that works this way where it's basically like a, a real life actors playing out situations do you see yourself expanding that to anything beyond dating yeah we have the idea um it's like what? it's just a question of whether we want to do the work but there's uh-huh, an idea yeah. like in super seducer 2 we have i think 12 or more hours of footage of of uh you know real video and if you compare to the to the game late shift it's an interactive movie there are four hours and made it fully interactive like imagine a horror movie where like until dawn where some people could die or not oh god uh, yeah. we could actually great that that so good so we just need like a good script and all of the stuff and then we could do it i think it, it would be very good and then we'd be able to release on console that and not, an not have all idea. of the negative stuff that's an amazing idea until dawn was a great game my my stream recently uh, forced me to play it through they twisted my arm for about two months and I am very happy they did. Amazing game. If if you incorporate, if you kind of you know 
incorporated the idea, you know, and, and merged into one kind of just, twi- it'd, be, it'd be amazing. It'd be great. Because the problem now is they're not that interactive. It's like you choose go there or don't go there and you still end up in the same place with the same stuff happening. Yeah. So making it truly interactive, like you can go to that place or do that, talk to that person or not. And it has a real effect on the story. That's what I would like to do because uh, like the telltale games and they, they don't feel that interactive. You kind of always end up in the same place doing the same well, thing. They're kind of in a theme park well, there was where actually, you can go yeah. on like a roller coaster or a carousel, but there's no real free form. Well, there's actually one scene that I think there was in Super Seducer. I believe it's the first one. I, I could be wrong. Yeah, Maybe it's the second. It's the one where you're sitting in the, uh, the white area and you're with a blonde woman and you have a choice. And you can just leave. You, you can mm-hmm. ignore the girl in the car and you can stay with the blonde woman and, and get her number and, and, and be successful. Or you can leave the blonde woman and go with the car and you end up in, yeah. on the couch and so, the other woman. I, I had pushback on that. They said, oh, you're wasting uh, content. You could have like two different levels instead of one level that splits like that. And we actually plan to do the women's level from that perspective as well, where you, you go out and you can decide whether you want to find a guy for something casual or a guy for something serious and you make the decision. Um, I think that in Super Seducer 3, that's much more interesting almost to make it all within one level and you can just go in all different directions from from that one place and also so that you know all of those previous uh, decisions would influence the future so imagine you're in the bar very beautiful woman you go straight to her you're rejected but if you warm up the room uh, make some other friends talk to her friends then get introduced maybe find out some information about her or something and then you know then you meet her then you have a chance so that's that's more what what we'd like to do in future just because it's interesting and i think we could do like a cash grab where we just do super seducer 3 and film it on iphone and make it really cheap and simple and it would still sell well but um no i'd like to do something uh very different i I like how you presented that in the same way that usually you would present like interviewing some sort of like a mafia kingpin and like trying to you know get in and talk to the people that are part of the mafia and then finally you get to the kingpin and if you just (laughs) go to them directly you're just going to get shot or something like that Mm -hmm. it's really kind of funny that there's that same dichotomy it's definitely like that. Like if you're in a high-end uh, club and you seem like someone that knows people and that is, yeah. uh, you know, th- then you have more of a chance. Everyone's going to be more polite with you in the beginning. Whereas if not, everyone's concerned about their reputation and things like that. So they wouldn't want to be seen right. talking to you. So yeah, there's all of these interesting social dynamics. So um, it, if we if we did something like that, it, it would be interesting to me. And I think it would be psychologically interesting. And we could have like 50 different endings for the players. Well, going off of the psychology of it, do you feel like one of the reasons why the games are so successful is that they're successful among people that don't really get a lot of opportunities to interact with people in real life? Yeah, I mean, the, f- the first game, everyone kind of laughed at the advice in it, but then we released the second one and we didn't put as much of a focus on the practical advice and we've got some complaints from people saying, where's the, you know, why isn't it serious with, with the advice and stuff? So um, I think that the people that enjoyed the advice are, are less vocal, but there's definitely a percentage of guys that buy it for that. For Jenna and JCG, uh, you know, obviously earlier so you don't go outside, but for, from, from, from past experiences... Would you, you know, do you think maybe for some of the maybe awkward situations or experiences, or maybe if you were to assume that there are might there are some that may arise, you know, at, at events, 
Do you think this is a good game that, you know, maybe would make it less awkward for some of the shyer people in your streams that want to approach you? Or maybe it could teach them some <laughs> sort of, you know, some sort of etiquette before, you know, approaching instead of being more awkward. Does that make, do you see where I'm going with that? Yeah. If it's actually helpful or not. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. Yeah, you can go, Jenna, if you want her. Um, I personally haven't seen enough gameplay to actually give you a full thought out answer on that. Um, I really only saw like maybe I think the first Super Seducer, and it wasn't enough gameplay because I was ma- mainly being stupid in the chat. So, uh, okay, you were one of the ones that picked the wrong <laughs> I, answer. I don't know. It could be very yeah. good or it could be very bad. I'm not sure. From what I saw, it, not coming up to me and saying what was it? It was it was some absurd answer. Um, not using the very absurd answers and training oh, men who are the, very awkward to not the right use answers, them. The right answers. Great. Yes. So, so, yeah. so, so the yeah. right answers are good then, yes? The right yeah. answers are good from what I saw. Okay, cool. JCG? Jay, what about you? Please answer. Um, you know what? Okay, Mom. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I... I actually really like all of the choices. And on top of that, I think if someone were to actually try one of those on me, like because I've seen the game, if anything, no matter what you'd win, I feel like because we could just laugh about it. Be like, I know where you got that from. And then then we talk about it. And so I think no matter what, just having playing that game in general and then just going to a convention where gaming happens, someone's bound to have played that game. I mean, or at least watched it. So people know of it. And I think no matter what, whether, you know, actual in-game answers work, just bringing it up in general, I still think would be really we could laugh so, about it. It'd be great. So you try it seriously, it doesn't work, and then it's ironic. And then it's a meme. And then and then it, it, you're still you're still good. You're still yeah. Safe. You're still good to go. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Any were any of the situations, Richard, that you had in the game, were any of those derived directly from real life situations that you ran into? Yeah, quite a lot. Wow. Um, <laughs> okay. Most things, and we we had like um, brainstorming sessions, and everyone was kind of throwing in their ideas and experiences. The funny thing is, some of those, uh, some of those, uh, you know, uh, uh, this is the last thing, just to make a little quick joke here. But some of, well, it's not a joke. Sorry. I, <laughs> some of those absurd answers. If it, I, I think Knut will agree with me here. Uh, some of those absurd answers in, you know, in certain situations with certain types of uh, humans, uh, they actually do work. They do work. Some of the absurd ones, they do work. And Knut's laughing, you know, he, he knows. So it's, it's definitely fun. It's definitely fun. And, and, you know, I think you'll enjoy it. You know, I think everyone will enjoy it as long as they're not too overly sensitive and as long as they're very cool and very fun and they'll enjoy it. But anyways, let's go to the next topic here. Um, I want to get Dyrus more involved. Dyrus is kind of, you know, he's he's on a Tekken, on a Tekken, uh, Tunnel vision, just playing tech in the last really? couple weeks. Yeah, he's just nonstop tech, and oh. you know, he's a great guy, great Overwatch player, great everything. But anyways, I want to talk about certain words on Twitch, right? So there are certain words on Twitch that, like, you know, you can get in trouble for certain phrases, certain things, right? Why hasn't there been some sort of integration within the website to do something about that, right? Is that a possibility? Yeah. Can the website itself have an integration where certain l- words are just, you know, it, it has... They to, have that. They do have it. 
Well, you, you can't say, well, I don't want to say the words you can't say because then people are going to try to say them. But there are words that are globally banned. And, and I, I think that that's obviously, I mean, I don't think there should ever be a situation where there's a word that an individual can type into chat that can hurt the streamer regardless of context that the person can actually put into the chat. Like, what is the point of that? Why, why would you even let that happen in the first place? And, um, I, I don't know. I, I think another interesting thing that happened today, speaking of like that and like in, uh, you know, tangentially related is, uh, I, I think we can talk about this, right? Is uh, Ice Poseidon subreddit got quarantined? Oh, so yeah. like, it, yeah, 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 it's happening it in a did. lot of other places too. And uh, I, I think that's probably just an advertising play, but it's, uh, it, it's becoming much more common. What does it mean to be quarantined though? It's one step away from being banned. It's basically where Reddit says, we don't make any money off of you because we don't want you to lose us money through advertisers. And they basically take anything that's objectionable and they quarantine it. That way, the website is more friendly for advertisers. That, that's, that's the bottom line, literally. At least that's my opinion of it. Money money yeah there it is I, I think that's what drives a lot of these uh uh th these decisions to prevent people from saying certain things right because it, it just what makes sense is let people do whatever they want right because it's the easiest thing and usually whenever somebody does what isn't the easiest thing there's some sort of a reason for it and, and oftentimes that reason is money pretty cool yeah Cyrus, how about you do you think certain words should do you think certain words that, you know, aren't banned right currently should be banned? Like, do you find? I, well, it's it's hard for me to say because I don't even know what those words are. Besides, well, you I know, can tell one. Here's one ones. for you, Dyrus. League of Legends. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so if that was a banned word, is that what I'm going to use as an example? Is it, is it a joke? Oh, but I, yeah, this Sorry. is a joke. Like, I, there was actually there was nothing else oh, really right. to say. Yeah, I banned the. I can't ban the word league or lol or anything. And when I did ban league, they just put threes or periods. So, I mean, people know what they're doing. Yeah, they're when they type it, you can't escape it. it. It's going to happen no matter what. Unfortunately, it's just yeah. what people will do for attention. That's what it comes down to. I think. I just, I just hate how words have power. And some yeah. fucking 10 year old could literally walk into something I'm doing on stream and just <laughs> fucking ruin it by saying some shit. It's the <laughs> dumbest thing. I hate it. I, I don't know. I think that, like, if the streamer does, like, due diligence, right, and, and everything is, is going to be fine, right? I, I just think, like, you know, somebody goes on there, they say something that's incredibly racist, and the streamer goes, ha, 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 don't say that here, right? But it's like, we're in on the joke and yeah we actually are you know the superior race or whatever the you know the joke was you know that's obviously going to be something that's going to make the website look bad but I, I think that if the person is uh if they're trying to remove it from the screen as fast as possible nothing probably is going to happen unless they're doing it all the time have you dealt with any trolls richard while you've streamed or anything i never streamed oh you've never streamed but good no call. Oh, it was, I've, I've trolled it, myself. It was, it was that one scene. <laughs> there was a scene in Super Disaster where it was like the intro. I thought it must have been a joke. Uh, yeah, yeah. It must have flew over my head. Oh. Well, Pokey, you, you said one interesting thing here. You said you wish word didn't have power. Yeah. Uh, 
actually that's just a problem in north america i think because we don't have that problem here you can say or use whatever word you will here people will not care they they use those band words on the tv here they use it on the radio just for making jokes and people don't care about it it's so different country compared to north america in general do you see any difference yeah, uh, like yeah. oh i have a question for richard like as far as like coming from i mean before the gaming world before releasing super seducer were you heavily involved in the gaming world like this goes to my next question for you like do you, do I, you I played a lot of games but i wasn't games? you know i wasn't watching twitch and stuff so i was the first time on twitch everyone's like poggers poggers gachi basically what, what the fuck's all this um <laughs> so I, I kind of had to, to learn to learn a few things but before that i was i was playing games since i was uh, like six or seven years old i got a sega master system and then i had all the sega consoles to the dreamcast and then playstations well i was gonna ask do you see any increase in toxicity you know coming from you know maybe your life and then releasing super seducer 2 and maybe getting some feedback through different communities have you noticed any like toxicity have you noticed the more you know is it is the gaming community not the gaming just yes the worst it was awful um definitely definitely awful because i i released um stuff in the past you know i'm i'm in the public eye to some extent i've been on tv and had the youtube channel and i've got the book out but there was just never a lot of hate and as soon as the game was announced and there were there was like the vice article and all of this stuff and i was getting people saying kill yourself and whatever on on uh, on twitter Reddit? twitter was awful actually yeah. and then uh yeah then uh things it, w- it was quite harsh but i think the difference was in the past people always came to me because they wanted dating tips and now it's like out there for everyone so everyone has something to say about super seducer whereas in the past the only people that would comment about me were the ones that needed the kind advice. of found me and and wanted to know about it but yeah, yeah stuff like my wikipedia page got oh. taken taken down so i don't think that was gamers there's just uh, there's been a lot of hate yeah why did your wikipedia page get what? taken down yeah, they said it was not notable but it was at the time when there was just wow that's rude what the hell I thought, God. Wikipedia, I thought wikipedia was for everyone almost See, there wasn't yeah. A reason. yeah yeah it was very undemocratic very undemocratic and anti-freedom of speech definitely I so i don't mind for but... richard uh that girl on the super seducer uh one of the main characters I remember when XCC played the game, and she, there's a part in the, the in the game where she, she shouts out her Instagram. Yeah, and I think her comments got yeah, yeah, <laughs> like yeah. XCC comments or like any bruggers or something. <laughs> like just, yeah, yeah, like fuckers, <laughs> like, champ. Like, did she get mad? <laughs> I don't like. Uh, she didn't tell me, so I don't think so. Yeah, but it was her choice. She, she wanted more Instagram followers because she does her modeling and stuff, and clients look at that and then decide if they want to book her and if she has more followers they think is going to be better. So I think she doesn't mind. She got, I don't know, like 600 extra followers from that. Very cool. Sweet. I mean, she knows what she signs up for when she does that, right? <laughs> Thank you, Dyrus. I, I hope so. Yeah, I, I, I don't know how so. you can. Thank you, Dyrus. Yeah. I mean, you're going to put yourself out there. It's like the same thing with like what Richard was saying. I mean, there's going to be assholes. I mean, 100%. Yep. doesn't matter what anyway. you do. Yes. Yeah, no matter who you are, somebody's not going to like you. She only got no 600 followers. Yeah. It's uh, going to be more extra. than that. Yeah. 
It's going to be way more than that. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. I definitely agree. That's definitely uh, very cool. Um, what topic are we on right there? We're talking about uh, Twitch role toxicity. Oh, yeah. yeah you're just on words. words that should be basically automated. Sorry. By, I, I, like globally across Twitch and why they're not. Yeah, uh, Destiny, do, do you have any words that, you know, if there was some filter offered to you that would be, you know, that would actually go through and actually work properly? Maybe some some sort of coding thing? Would you like that on Twitch or no? Something. I mean, they already have something like that for the global filter stuff. Does it work, um, though? Does it actually Yeah, yeah like racial does. slurs and homophobic stuff, yeah. Yep. Then I wonder why it's such a big issue. Uh, I guess it's just the mis... I mean, people just Boy. add a number or two people. Between. They do anything. There's a there's a million different ways. I mean, like mm -hmm. look at Hades, man. Look at Hades. Like, I mean, oh, no. if, and that's one guy that's just dedicated. There are like hundreds and, and thousands of people out there that are on it's a crusade. A Discord. I don't know if I'm supposed to say this, but it's a Discord. It's not just one guy. Well, that, well, what I'm saying, you, you know what I mean, right? It's like there is, and, and like, isn't that even more the case? There is a community of people that are dedicated to doing this. I mean, that's really almost impressive. It's, I, I don't even know what to say about it. So, I mean, like, obviously it's always going to be, you know, you're, you're always responding to it. So basically there are going to be a million ways that they can't get in, but if there's one that they can, that's what they're going to use. And, uh, you're always like responding it's reactive and uh, i don't know really what they can do about it overall you know how they can stop it for good i don't think it's ever going to happen but i think just giving the broadcasters the abilities that they have now they should be able to solve it no problem like broadcaster can stop anything that they want in their channel and it's fine that, that that's where i'm at at least okay well uh Let's go to the next topic here. And I think this ties into, uh, you know, uh, my questions to Richard about toxicity, you know, in real life versus the gaming world or versus, you know, the Internet in general. And I also heard, you know, people are going to laugh at this next example I'm going to give, which is Ninja. I think Ninja said on his on his stream that Instagram and Twitter have been his most toxic people who don't know you or don't know about anything. They just go in and, they, <laughs> you know, they go really hard on you, et cetera, et cetera. So this goes to the next thing. And... Something released where LSF, LSF has the fourth highest ratio of downvotes on on and across all of Reddit. The wait, what? I saw that. Wait, what yeah. is L? What is LSF? Live stream fail. Yeah, live stream fail. Oh, oh, yeah. Right. It has the that. fourth highest uh -huh. ratio of downvotes of downvoted down comments and downvoted posts. I know why. I mean, it's very very polarized, right? You have people that are very opinionated and not very informed and they, they they like to agree with each other or disagree with each other very strongly and uh if you look at the comments there people get really pissed off it, it's almost funny to read it's always funny for me to read like threads that are about myself yeah, and just you. for the I to listen to the things me. that people think baited. about me I got what? I got baited an hour ago, dude. I responded with a paragraph. I got so baited, dude. I got oh, trained. I got no. baited. Oh, I got no. baited. Dude. I went in. I went in, dude. I was so triggered. They took a clip from Pokeball stream and they. Made I literally it. told you don't respond. I know, they made it. Yeah, and you're like, yeah, don't worry. And then you're clicking with. Yeah, we just talked about, about me this. hating women and stuff, and I got so mad. So I, oh. I responded with a paragraph. 
And, oh, the only, and it's bad. Yeah. I downvoted to oblivion. <laughs> I literally said, <laughs> yeah. oh, man. I'm gonna, I've got to go. I've got to go read that. I think that's yeah. everybody yeah. has probably done that at least once or twice. <laughs> and I, I have a rule, right, where like I really only make posts that are, are like clarifying something that I've done. Right. I never defend myself but very, very rarely, at least or I try not to. Because I think that if you start defending yourself, then you're going to create this feedback loop of people trying to attack you to get your yes, attention. Yes. yes. And, and so I, I never defend myself. And I was talking to Destiny about it earlier about like they, they put you in a situation where they're trying to get a false confession. Either you admit to their narrative or you're a liar. So like it puts you in this really bad corner and I just got baited so bad. It's unfortunate. I should have listened Can't to you. Can't you delete playing, it? You were playing Overwatch, dude. People... That game brings out a certain type of tilt. I, I was tilted, bro. We <laughs> lost like fucking 10 games. Like we should have won all of them. Like I was just so tilted. <laughs> Wait, was that when you invited me? Yeah, that, that was only <laughs> I, I already knew. Dude, the first loss we had, it felt awful. So when you said we we're going to play again, I don't know, man. I had it uninstalled for a reason. <laughs> yeah, hey, Richard, what, did you play any day. games recently? Any new games or... Like, you know what? I, I've been playing purposely really bad games that I don't really like because I didn't want to distract from making Super Sedusa 2. So I didn't buy God of War and stuff. But just when the game came out, I bought Dead Cells and I was playing Ooh. that and I really like it. So okay. that was cool. Hello there. That's a good choice. People were saying I have a bad mic. Is my mic bad, guys? Hello? It's Hello? like it must oh, be something is... with OBS because OBS. you yeah, sound Yeah, your fine. mic sounds fine. Really? Yeah. So it's an OBS thing? It's yeah. got to be something from there, too. What's juice. probably happening is the uh, the feedback, uh, the mic's feedback is going back into the uh, uh, the program, I believe, because that's what's happened to me before on my stream. Weird. It's like a, cir uh, a circle your thing. That's... Uh, I don't know. Actually, I, I don't even... I, I understand it so little that I don't even know how to explain it. Yeah, and the little you understand, I understand even more little. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, Destiny, uh, are there any topics you want to talk about? I feel like usually I include, <laughs> no, I include you the most and I've kind of included everyone else. And, you know, is there anything that, like you, that, that it would interest you? I, I want to hear you speak a little bit, you know? I like you a lot. Yeah, we can talk about <laughs> we can talk about your lives rebuild clip if you want. No, no, thank you. <laughs> no, thank oh, jeez. No, thank you. <laughs> okay. No, thank yeah, you, dude. I mean, if you want to, which one you want to talk about? There, there's a couple, dude. There really are, huh? There are a couple, dude. Of the same. I mean, it's. Uh, <laughs> I was playing Overwatch, okay, dude. I was a little upset. Yeah. Yeah. We had a we, we had a rough a rough record. It's yesterday. just one of those days. <laughs> You're trending right now. Uh, <laughs> I know I'm trending, dude. It's and it's not. I, I get it, dude. Okay, let's just move on. Dude, okay, it's. I get it, dude. It, it all happened after the Raj thing too. Like after the Raj show, I think people uh, caught their moment of their fire and they posted like three clips from 29 hours ago. So what what happened on there? Or do you just not want to talk about it? Oh no, nothing. I mean, <laughs> listen, like they bring me on for a reason, you know. It's like they bring me on for a reason, okay. and then I I do I do what I need to do, you know. For the you know, we all have entertainment, and then afterwards, you know, people, you know, they're too heavily invested into the actual narrative instead of just Thank taking you. back and enjoying the entertainment, you know. It's kind of what you oh. said. It's kind of what you said a while oh. about, about me a while ago, Asmongold. You know, people take me too seriously. Everybody got, takes everything too go ahead, seriously. Virus. People get I, so mad. I got something. Go ahead. Uh, Train, have you seen Lakari's clip of you? Which one is that? Uh, well, the most popular one. <laughs> what like, was that uh, one last him, week? 
him reacting to you. Yeah. Maybe I'm like behind the times. Oh, the oh that like last week. I don't, I mean, like, I, I don't want to get too into that. Is Trix coming on? Trix's internet's dead still. He's continuously replugging and unplugging. So. I was going to talk about the Bowsette thing, but I know that if he was coming on, he'd want to be involved with that. Oh, absolutely. Oh, what is I, I just know it, man. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, before we move uh, on here, is that going to be a topic? What is Bowsette? Have you not oh, seen honestly? it? Wait, wait. Oh, okay. Girl, before, before, before we move Have you there, not gone on Twitter? Before we move there, I want to answer Dyrus's question. Yes, I okay. saw... Yes, I saw the one where uh, Lakari was raging. Like, he was defending me, but he was yelling. He got really emotional about it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw that one. I, you know, shout out to Lakari. You know, sh- dude, he defended me real hard there. I love you, dude. But anyways, yeah, the Bowsette thing. Continue. Yes. Oh, oh, yeah. So basically, it's like Bowser. It's like the mix between Bowser and Princess Peach with like huge ass titties and a collar. Like it's basically the best thing that I that's ever been made. And is this actually like a real thing? That's what I didn't understand. Is that this is is this actually happening in like a game, or is this just pure fan fiction? It's art. Nintendo. I mean, it's like already on Pornhub, so. Oh yeah, but is oh, it happening? <laughs> it's not actually in like I don't, I don't think there's any in-game footage. It's mostly. Um, uh, artists. I think we need to get all the, the yeah. mangakas or whatever. They're all writing their comics, their fantasies, all jumping on the train. We even have like people cosplaying it. We have people with like animations and all that yeah. shit. I so think we need. I think we need, to, I think we need to round those people up and uh, get them to buy Super Seducer and you know teach them how to get some real women because those uh, those drawings. <laughs> oh no! no you, oh no! Dude, they love their two D. Don't take that away. Get out! Yeah. Oh no! <laughs> Yeah, you're going to have to make an anime version of it, Richard, to, in order to tap into that audience. <laughs> I was speaking to someone about an X-rated version, but I'm not sure about it, actually. Oh. All right. Oh. Can you love to be an actor Wait, in that one? Can you technically release a... <laughs> can you release a, like, 18... A full R-rated... It looks like you can on Steam now, if you just mark that it has... Sex stuff, you know. I, I don't really know, but um, it seems like they've they've changed things there. That I think there's some unpatched games there. stuff. I think our company is already just finished in terms of reputation, but I I, I probably wouldn't want to be the face of it, but um, I wouldn't mind working with someone who who wanted to do it. I can if give, it's obviously if it's all you know. I can give you all. a good face, yo boys. Put the squad W's in chat. <laughs> that's that's the face of your company right there, brother. I'll take the heat. I'll take the heat. Trust me. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so the Bowsette things, yeah. So I saw a lot of Twitter posts of a lot of people cosplaying Bowsette, and uh, you know, I, I won't lie, I had some, you know, I wanted to respond to some, but I didn't. But yeah, that's definitely. Did you get a chub? No, I didn't. But uh... did it make you mad? No, <laughs> no. Oh, come respond. on. Yeah, did you talk about how much I'm you hated curious. women? And... Oh, like, dude, how'd I... you feel about this? No, it was great. You know, it was amazing. I support it, and I'm very freedom to anime, freedom to Bowsette. I love it, dude. Yeah, I love it. Uh, anyways, let's move on here. Uh, okay. <laughs> wow, that was quick. Yeah, oh. I, had to sh- I had to get off that topic, especially when Pope okay. dropped. Did it make you mad? <laughs> I had to get off. Dyer, real quick. Dyer, go to the next topic. Dyer's also before you go, getting a train into VR chat. You, oh my god! Imagine it'd be some good ass content. <laughs> that actually would Trey, be great. Trey, yeah, do you that's even a have an idea? I love do it. You ha- do you have a VR headset? Uh, a Vive, a HTC Vive. 
Okay. Oh, I man. I don't have No, I don't have one. Oh, you don't have yeah, one? Yeah, one, and me and Dyrus will take you to an adventure. Okay. Oh. I'm, I'm actually oh. curious to this. Uh, <laughs> why, why are you saying, oh, like that? Oh, adventures, huh? Oh, I, no, I, I know some I bet. people in VR chat that do some very, very <laughs> fucked up shit. <laughs> I'm going to be honest, Richard. Richard I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, uh, I'm not even allowed to talk about I'm, this shit. <laughs> Do you, guys, do you guys want to elaborate on what fucked up shit is? It's called yeah, adventures. Yeah, I'm curious. It's, like, it's called ERP. Very curious. People in VR chat literally... F- it, it, ERP, for anybody that doesn't know, I play WoW, so I know what this is. Uh, it stands for erotic roleplay. I don't want to talk yeah. about it because I don't want to give people the impression of your chest. No, no, no. Don't give out their well, names. No, I mean, it's, like, it's like, very like, obvious. Like, I mean, come on. Yeah. You go on there and like every other person is like an anime girl and the other half are the Ugandan knuckles. Of course, that's what VR <laughs> chat is for. So how do they do it? Yeah. What, what, how does it go down? Yeah, let, let's, let's get a little bit more into this. Thank you. <laughs> You're right. Well, uh, so, a little bit. Be, be, so oh, go ahead. I don't know about poke, but I'm not experienced in any of that, so I would not be able to tell you anything. Well, he'll show us the list. <laughs> let's just, let's just Pope, get Pope that clear. I don't know anything Pope, either. Pope, please just... elaborate. He's a little flustered. I'm... People have <laughs> trackers on their foot. And they're... No, that's Whoa. enough. Okay, uh, so <laughs> basically... Uh, VR chat's a little bit different now than it was back uh, last year, and uh, so where do you no, see no, VR no, chat? No, 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 it's not. It's just that's like a secret thing Poke, people do. Poke, is the reason why you don't want to like disclose what's happening and how they're like going out with their ERP is because you're a part of it. I'm not a part of it. I just don't want sec- the game to be a second life. Okay. It's- yeah, yeah. Oh, oh god. There's oh. nothing like that. <laughs> <laughs> that's an Right. Realistically, so any, anyway, oh, anyways, I think it would be hilarious to see train wrecks in a, a VR environment, like <laughs> just in general, because there's Surrounded a lot of by girls experience for there. Everyone well, would be scared of him. <laughs> well, not just like, <laughs> well, it's not, it's not all about the anime girls. Like people do their memes, they make their animations, like anything that's trending, like they'll just make jokes and memes about and you know there's like maps of like actual games like think like name any game that you've played or name your favorite game mine yeah my favorite game in the entire world is diablo 2 and diablo 2 lord of destruction okay imagine if you know the diablo the last boss the Diablo room like in a VR chat map you could see all like the angles in VR and like maybe there's like effects or animations or maybe you get to watch the fight in VR you know that's where the creativity and that's where all the potential comes from but you know all I hear is a potential now. He likes Halo, but there's a bunch of Halo stuff too. I love Halo yeah, there's too, Halo. Yeah. yeah, there's a bunch of Halo maps, and you can actually shoot each other in that in a VR chat, like actually virtually. I'll be I'll be honest, completely off topic on a tangent. Um, and I think chat commented too. For a moment, um, my eyes caught on to, uh, there's a mirror behind Richard, I believe. And it, like, literally, <laughs> I think Canute caught it too. It caught, like, it, it's, it seemed like a super seducer scene right there. Like, you know, I, I believe it's, I believe it's his wife or something in, in a robe standing there and then she sits and then he's on the phone. And I, I could see the four, I, I, could, I could see the four options. 
keep keep looking at the phone b put the phone down and engage the woman c <laughs> you know what i'm talking about i just saw it exactly in my head it was hilarious <laughs> <laughs> no, okay richard I, I have a question regarding your coaching not, not the uh-huh. game what kind of guys are actually uh, your clients and what do you have to teach them what what can you learn them is do you them like specific techniques or yeah, we, we hello, hello is oh, that's um, why hello, hello is it fixed. Hello, we used to do hello, hello, events, hello is it fixed? We'd have a, a weekend one where it starts with um, like the body language, the fashion, and then it goes into how to start conversations, how to have a good conversation, and then on the second day we'd cover I don't know texting and uh, how to go for the kiss and how to have a good first date. So it would you know cover everything and um the guys that came were actually uh generally introverted guys good guys uh guys that work in male dominated uh professions or are just very busy with work and don't have much time for their social life so they were generally introverted generally shy we didn't get like the cocky asshole guys that just want to have sex with lots of girls we didn't we didn't get those because they would never sign up for a course and admit that they need some help uh, so no they were they were generally very good guys and we'd teach them uh, everything that, that we could on, in all kinds of different courses but we stopped doing it because it was I, I kind of moved away from London and it was too much work and whatever so now we just sell their products do you feel like the people that are like in the darker side of the pickup culture and dating advice culture have given a bad name to the overall uh, idea? Yeah. Oh, definitely. Because back in 2007, it was actually quite cool. There was a best-selling book called The Game by Neil Strauss. It was very, very mainstream. Got good reviews from mainstream press. Um, it sold millions. And then there was a VH1 show called The Pickup Artist. And, you know, so it was very mainstream and kind of cool. And so you could even tell someone that you were a dating coach and they'd be like, oh, wow, cool. Like those pickup artist guys. And you're like, yeah, kind of like that. And they're like, wow, I love that. That's so interesting. Tell me more. And then there were a few situations where, um, I don't know, there were, I think there was one guy who accused of rape. There Roosh. was, uh, yeah, there's Roosh, yeah. Who, who probably just tries to get, to create scandal, to get, you know, to get noticed. I don't know if he actually even believes all this, all the stuff he says. And then there was this Elliot Roger who wasn't a pickup artist. Ooh, he was on a website. The Supreme for- Gentleman. Yeah, he was on a website called PUA Hate, which was very, very anti pickup artists. They'd just uh, insult everyone in, in the area. So the press kind of got that wrong and said that he was a pickup artist, but he was uh, he was on the anti pickup artist website. But definitely, uh, there were a lot of um, bad guys in it. And even back in the day uh, when it wasn't. Um, when it wasn't very public, there were lots of guys that would want to get back on women because they'd been rejected so many times and of they'd course. say, well, I can lie to them because they're all dishonest and they, they had a really uh, bad attitude. So that, that was always a part of it. The guys that kind of got drawn to that because they were unsuccessful and they hated women. Uh, but I think the guys that generally came to the courses were the guys that blamed themselves um, for their lack of success with women and 
they they almost were too nice and too polite and they didn't want to bother women and they didn't think they were good enough uh to to be worthy of a woman's time so that's sad and and like yeah it's like if you put it yeah if you put it in that light it sounds like something that's completely positive and good and everything then you have the supreme gentleman like elliot rogers and the potential rapist like roosh i don't know if that's true or not i have no idea the weird thing about elliot rogers ironic thing about it is that like my main game that i stream on twitch is world of warcraft and elliot rogers in like one of his videos legitimately quoted the orc version of hitler in world of warcraft oh god (laughs) yeah yeah and it came out this like little manifesto right it came out in his manifesto that he actually played the game and you know was into it and all of this kind of stuff so that that's how i know about this guy and it's actually crazy how i guess like that perspective has changed and it's another example i think of a lot of these conversations and like you know these different cultures and everything being defined by extremes and uh rather than the the good and the positive actors in the community you see like the uh you know the elliot rogers which you know like as you said you know was like very against pickup artists right because he felt like those people were like taking advantage of women and women weren't you know well like, uh, they were going for assholes yeah, is that, that what he th- said well he, he was uh, saying that what they taught didn't work and yeah. you had to you had to just be a certain type of person otherwise you weren't going to get women so yeah so uh, i think he, this is called um it's, it's a called genetic component it's called taking the black pill i think right this is when you get so far down the incel road that you realize that all the pua shit is total bullshit it's 100 percent shit and in reality women only go for like the 20 percent chads and nothing you can do can change that so those are the types yes. of guys that are so far down that road they hate like pua people because they think that they're um hindering people from seeing the truth which is that some guys will never be able to get a girl because they're not part of that 20 percent chaddom there's so many of those there's like the the red pill the blue pill the green yeah. pill the black pill the iron like there's i i know a little bit about this and it's mm-hmm. absolutely like insane uh you know the way that people look at it, but you're absolutely right right yeah and, and what what they're saying right for everybody to understand is that the way that these people view like dating and everything is that they view because they're not, uh, you know, I guess appealing physically or, you know, they don't have the right social status, you know, basically AKA money. They don't have money or they're not physical appealing, uh, not tall enough, et cetera. There's no way that they will ever be successful. And yep. because of that, they just hate anybody who is successful. Real yeah, quick, uh, if I can interject here, uh, I just want to introduce uh, Trihex, his internet fixed. Welcome, Trihex. Can you hear me, by the way? Do I sound fine? I hear you perfectly. Yeah. yeah. Thanks right, for cool, showing cool, up. Cool, cool. Right. Real quick, I want to introduce, uh, there's only, I think, Dyrus. Yeah, I see, I see some new faces here. Dyrus and Trihex. Do you guys know each other? Do we? Dyrus, I think you're muted. There we go. Wait, can you hear me? You're back. We hear you now. Yeah, you're back. No, I don't think we know each other, but hi, I'm Dyrus. Uh, What's up, man? Next, we have uh, j- just just in case we have Trihex and Jenna, Trihex and JCG. Uh, if you guys don't know each other, um, nice to meet you. I met you when you took a photo with my friend Fo at Twi- TwitchCon, and I photo bombed you guys. Hmm, Fo- like Smash Fo, like Smash Up as well. from RuneScape. From RuneScape. Okay, okay. I think you're okay. Still doesn't know. And you photo bombed. Was that the whole? Was that the uh, that hotel? The hotel where we got kicked out of? Uh, it was in the partner lounge. Oh, okay, okay, okay. All right. Oh. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, it was all blurred. So glad to see you. And then finally, we have uh, this is Richard. Richard Trihex. Trihex. Richard. Trihex is hey. the uh, global emote. I don't know if you've seen the emote Tryhard. 
It's one of the most used emotes uh, on Twitch. Oh, he is the shit. face of Tryhard. The face of Twitch. Yeah, he is the face I'm of Twitch. The face of Twitch. The future of Twitch. It's top three any given month. Uh, it, it's debatable whether it's a number one, number two, number three. Right. You're keeping track, though. Yep. <laughs> Say again? I said you're keeping track, though, right? Uh, I, occasionally, yeah. Okay. I mean, I, I keep I track too. whenever I want to brag about something, yeah. Of course. <laughs> I think there was a topic uh, that Trix wanted to talk about. We kind of went over it a little bit. We, you know, oh. we we put it together with uh, Richard's super super seducer game, and you know w what that could have done to you know help people, you know, uh, uh, help people on these interactions between man and woman. But I, I kind of saved it more so for you, so you can go more in depth to it. Uh, the divorce topic. As soon as these guys are finished, the current topic. I'm not sure if I interrupted you guys. I just want to get Trihex in there as soon as possible. But continue if you guys are still discussing that topic. Oh yeah, no, I, I apologize if I, if I interrupted anything. No, you please continue. continue. Oh, I forgot even what I was talking about. So let's just go with the new one. You were describing all the pills him, but, and uh, cells. Can you? What were you saying? Oh, we were talking about uh, the different uh, types of pills, right, like the levels of incels. Now, I don't know if we were derailing into incel, incel and Chadham because of another topic, but that's when I came into here. This uh, it was like kind of it was like two like two tangents on top of each other. Right. Like the idea of the, you know, violence and super cynical, uh, you know, pickup artists and the more predator type pickup artists. And then we were talking about Elliot Rogers and then we were talking about like what his, I guess, mentality was and his philosophy was. Then we were talking about the different ways that like the black pill red pill blue pill and all of that other stuff that i think that's pretty much how it happened okay yeah and i had one more question regarding the coaching uh when, when you were coaching these guys did you like look at the type of guy and give them different advices because uh, yeah for sure I, I would i would believe oh, wow. like Good for point. example uh for example, you you couldn't give the same advice to me and let's say Asmogol there. I, I don't think we can approach Thanks, girl at the same way. But we're different. You should take <laughs> totally um, You should take into account someone's age, you know, so if a guy is older he should play more high status. If he's young, more fun. Um, you need to take into account his um, looks. Obviously, a guy that is better looking can can just approach and be a little bit more direct. You know, I saw you and I liked you and wanted to meet you. That that would be okay. Uh, if a guy is less attractive, he should be a little bit more indirect and kind of start more in the friend zone and then kind of move from there uh play the the kind of longer game social social game and then of course like the different places that would be appropriate like a nighttime place or daytime or whatever so yeah we, we definitely tailored the coaching but it was surprising you know guys always thought that um, it was all about the looks. We had lots of situations where very handsome guys were just very boring and they would, they would bomb. And then there'd be a guy that doesn't look good at all. Um, and the women just take to him cause he's, he's, he's got something about him and he's, uh, you know, so that, that's like the big fallacy that most guys have is that, um, women pay as much attention to looks as men do. And also that what women say, you know, publicly that they want like a guy that is over a certain height and over a certain income that that matches up in real life and they would only date that person. It's, it's not actually true. So you're saying there's a chance 
Yeah. But I'm hearing. You hear that, boys? That's my goal. I was talking about the wallet. I'm fucking poor. I was not talking about it. I thought it was funny, dude. You know me. I never get mad. I know. That's why he was. That's great, dude. Yeah. Don't worry. The whole shot. Money doesn't help much. Like uh, we used to teach in London, and there's like hundred thousand millionaires or something in London. So it's like you're another bank, you're another lawyer, architect, whatever. It, it doesn't really matter. And women were always drawn to like the cool, fun guy um, because they they didn't, you know, the the rich guys are, are generally more boring. So no money, money again, it's another fallacy. Definitely helps, but a lot of the guys that have money don't use it in the right way. Uh, they tend to just like buy champagne in clubs or or drive around in a fancy car, but they don't use it. That way. You think that's like it's also in a way it makes sense, right? Is because these guys that have a lot of money are probably spending a lot of time at work at a job, yeah. and they're not really having these experiences with other people, and you know these things enrich your life. So I think in a lot of ways, what you're saying makes a lot of sense. I I actually completely agree with that. Um, but to add in a question of my own, do you think? I mean, I guess this is more of an obvious answer or an obvious question I shouldn't be asking, but I'm going to ask anyways. With with what you with, with that being said, do you think that what a woman lo- is looking for matters? Does that make sense? So, if a woman's looking for a one night stand, she might be a little bit more shallow. Versus a woman that's looking for a long term relationship, she might be a little less shallow and go for the funny, interesting gentleman. Does that make sense? Like, do, do you think things like that apply with with what you're talking about? Um. A guy should be, you know, be very flexible with with the kind of woman that he's talking to. Some interactions should just be very fun and light, depending on the environment. And then some have room to to be deeper. And you you shouldn't have a an idea of how it's going to be until until you're in the interaction. Cool. What physical component? for a, a guy is the biggest determining factor for if a girl is going to talk to him oh. or not. We saw massive differences with fashion. Obviously we couldn't, you know, send him to the, to the gym for six months and then like compare, but definitely okay. take, taking him and just putting him in uh, trendy, well-fitting clothes, even if they weren't expensive, uh, that would give him a little bit more swagger either immediately when he saw himself or when he started getting positive reactions. So the, the easiest and fastest change you can make is just getting top fashion. So, you know, look at GQ or, or whatever and like find a, a model of a guy that looks good to you, like that you would be comfortable with that. Copy that outfit and you know and go from there and you should you should get much better reactions. So it's almost like a self perpetuating thing where if somebody's wearing nice clothes, they feel nice and if they feel yeah. nice they're gonna act more confident and they're yeah. acting more confident, All they're gonna of get it more is self perpetuating yep. all of it. So okay. it's like if a guy has just uh, met someone and arranged a date and then he's walking down the road, he dudes a um and then he gets more attention, he'll get more women looking at him. And then if he talks to them, he'll get better responses. So it's all, um, yeah, it's all kind of a snowball effect. And that's why when we were coaching, we'd try and just push them in the right direction. And then there'd often be momentum. So we'd start with the stuff like the fashion, the body language, and just getting comfortable with women. And then we often saw that the confidence kicked in and it just it got better and better. I like it's the momentum flight. aspect. Good. Jennifer. Oh no! I was just saying they took flight. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like a little like bird. You, you help them fly away. Just push them out of the nest. Yeah, and yeah. Then yeah. Fly away. Let them yeah. go. <laughs> what about height? I think that's the main thing that people always consider. Like if a guy is under six yeah. foot, he's got a bunch of problems. Where, where are you at with that? What, what's your um, it's, it's definitely the the biggest issue that, that guys have. Like if, if a guy is a, a little shorter, he it's a big issue for him. Mm -hmm. uh, in reality, a, a lot of women will say that they want uh, a guy above a certain height, um, and some women actually mean it. But I think that there are enough women out there that um, it's not so important to that it, it's not a deciding factor, and it doesn't mean that you're going to be lonely by any means. It might mean you need to work a little bit harder, and there might be some women that just wouldn't be interested. We saw a lot of um, women be be a little bit. You know rude to, to short guys so i think you need a bit of a thicker skin um but that's terrible uh, it's, wow. it's definitely less of a factor than being shy and just not talking to people so if you're a short guy but you're you're quite sociable you're going to be fine if you're a guy that is just very unsociable doesn't like meeting new people then be more than than being short I think um, to piggyback yeah, real quick on it, because a lot of people don't understand this. Holy fuck. Talking to guys about this kind of shit is like really cancerous. Um, I, so this has just been my personal experience. And then from talking to people, it seems to be true. Um, when it comes to like being like super shredded or like very tall or very handsome, these are things that like some women prefer, but it's definitely like in the minority. Like the idea that a girl needs a guy that's like six feet two at least, or that a guy that's like super shredded, like there are those girls out there that won't talk to you if you're not a certain type, but that is like really, really rare. And then yeah. to piggyback on what Richard said, there are girls that will say things like, oh, you know, I like a guy like blah, 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 blah. But when you meet somebody that like makes you laugh and you have a really good time with them and there's a lot of chemistry, those things don't matter at all. Mm -hmm. And I mean, if you're a guy, you've probably experienced that to some extent as well. Like I'm sure there's some guy out there that's like, I only really like blondes or I only really like brunettes or this type of body type. But then if you meet like a certain person mm -hmm. that you have a really good time with, most people will be way more okay with that than trying to find like a really strict body type that 100% fits them. Okay. No, you're completely right. I, can actually, I agree. I can actually give you an answer to that destiny because i've been in bodybuilding contest shape a few times and mm -hmm. there's no. not a lot of girls who like that i can really? <laughs> like the minority wow. no it's not no not when you're totally ripped uh, ready for contest you're you're depleted you're uh dehydrated grumpy no. as fuck your mood gets fucked too and if you're doing like nah, this, in periods yes but yeah. uh, not all the time so the you have a majority of girls who like that, of course. Maybe girls who are into the sports themselves, mostly, but the majority likes off-season better. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Dad bod. Because it looks more natural. <laughs> what? Like, there's no way you're going to ever look natural, but in your off-season, you look more natural. You're not so utterly ripped to the point you're just like, what the fuck? Well, dehydrated, yeah. Yeah. You have to deplete all your water weight. Uh, yeah, that's true. You look more more normal in a way. Yeah. I'm not sure what to call. But... I, I don't even know what to call you, Canute. I'm sorry, but like <laughs> a bit better. Yeah, you can call me whatever. I don't take offense of every anything. I know so. you don't. I love you. <laughs> 
that um what there's like some threads i wish i had a link to it for this conversation but um what richard said too about like kind of just taking care of yourself a little you, like people can go from looking very fucking insulty virginy to like this guy could be one of like the random actors that you see in like the back of a movie like walking by with like a change of clothes and like cleaning yourself and combing your hair and doing like really like shaving your fucking neck and shit you know like, like just just like basic hygiene tips can go like a really 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 long way in terms of like looking decent huh. wait are there neck boots in here i'm sorry i didn't mean to call anybody else <laughs> what oh, fucking asman fucking asman yeah. if we're getting into the whole uh the insult mentality in that regard though the problem so there is obviously the, the what you're bringing up here that they they don't shave or they don't maintain basic high i'm not saying basic hygiene but just like the extraneous amounts of hygiene and or self-care to like come off as i care period because they would care but they're already convinced that caring is worthless like well, yeah it's like that self-defeeling prophecy it's kind of like what richard was yeah. talking about yeah. like for momentum right the like opposite. once you start doing stuff you know everything kind of yeah. falls in line with it yeah yeah definitely that it's but an easy it's, it's an easy thing to say it's like i can't do it because of that so i'm not going to try and that's that's what a lot of guys do unfortunately yeah i think that's why people like obsessing over height so much too because like if you're like five seven or some shit you you're like, well, i'm never gonna that. be six foot oh so fuck it you know nothing i do is ever gonna work so i can blame all my failure on that right i think that's actually yeah. a really good way to look at it right like you look at the one thing that you can't control you blame it all on that and right. that way there's no responsibility pretty much yeah there yeah. you go also echo chamber too like it's if it's typically it's incels hanging on other incels so it's like you're just getting it reinforced through all kinds of angles here because right now you're saying in your own thoughts it's like yeah i'm not six foot therefore it's beyond my control and responsibility but then you go to those like incel rate yourself or rate each other uh threads or whatever it could be honestly and then you're getting the other oh, things too. oh your your chin is trash bro the people you, are like you need to shave like so three hard. millimeters of bone off your fucking yeah oh dude yeah. those threads get crazy <laughs> your collarbone bro are you kidding me dude i thought you were a chicken it was so it was so effeminate holy shit go kill yourself yeah, yeah they, they, i think they that's the new thing right in that community that's yeah terrible. the more hardcore versions i think are pretty yeah. recent was this just oh, oh, yeah, back so, in the day? so this was this just created <laughs> well this, in a way yes so the incel community has been it's been evolving over i'd say the past like three to four years and there was originally a subreddit where most of them went and they shut down the subreddit and then they made a second subreddit that a lot of them go to called brain cells and there was a thread that i was like mentioning i was a link to it so i was looking at it and i actually spent like three hours reading reading this subreddit because I just wanted to see what the hell these guys were thinking. Right. I mean, cause it is interesting yeah. to me. It's the same as I'll read all kinds of like crazy stuff. And any single female that would post there, they would just downvote them to oblivion. And it was crazy. Like, I, I think that I, I don't really know the word that can best describe it, but I think jaded is the closest thing that I can go for. But I, I think you need something that's a little bit more uh, severe and it's actually very very insane like how seriously they take this whole thing and like how many different reasons and excuses like what you're saying the collarbones and you know your cheekbones it's like this the whole like two out of ten pointy elbows meme but it's guys saying that to each other Ow, my ears. that's a lot of echo x sorry to, to introduce and real quick our uh, our 
10th participant. We have XQC, I think. Richard, are you familiar with XQC? XQC, Richard. XQC, yeah. tuning in from an airplane. Wait, is, is it my, my webcam mic or something? Yeah, it's yeah, definitely it, your webcam mic. Holy shit. Don't do us. So, do you know how to use yeah. Skype, dude? Yeah, I'm going to reset my Skype, okay? Uh, give me a Okay. Yeah, click the triple dot and go to settings. <laughs> oh. I'm like locked in. I'm actually locked no, in. No, mouse around and it should show the settings because they'll appear. And then you should be able to click the triple dot and then go right. to device. Okay. I'm sorry about that. I'm You're good, so dude. sorry. It's okay. Uh, microphone. This Is this better? Yeah, uh, it sounds way better. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, that's entirely better. Thanks. So how have you been, man? Uh, great. Can you guys see me? No. 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 Uh, there's a little there's a little loading thing, but yeah. that's about it. Oh, you probably have OBS still turned OBS on, right? It's open or something else. Oh, uh, no, but and I'll fix it. Yeah, just Do you have anything else that's utilizing your webcam? Just make sure to go. Oh. Yeah, go ahead. Settings? Yeah, go to webcam and make sure you choose the right webcam. Oh. Video settings? It's at the top right. No, it, it, uh, if you click the bars, you know, the Verizon bars or AT&T bars or whatever they're called, the bars... You can go to microphone, speaker, webcam. Webcam's being used by another application. I get it. Yeah, I think I'll have to quit Discord. Um, I think it's better if I just restart Skype, maybe? Uh, I'll the call. Yeah, go ahead and try that. Yeah, I'm waiting for chat to see, like, you know, the best advice is to uninstall Skype. Damn. <laughs> yeah. They've tried that already. Right. I was waiting for that punchline. Oh. Yo, so no it's, like it's, all, it's our first time all of us using Skype again, right? in a long yeah. time yeah. Yeah. don't yeah. you guys fucking hate this program i'm so grateful for discord and shit we used to we used to have to use skype for my um my shows that i would do on allcraft and it was just like the biggest headache ever because like i don't think there was a single show like what really happened is like the app for it for microsoft like or like for windows 10 is like really bad xqc uh, you gotta switch your mic again um yeah, the mic. and the uh the windows 10 mic or that jeez uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. I'm sorry, Aspen. It's, oh. no, it's all right, dude. It's not I'm your sorry. fault. It's the wind's fault. Uh, no, no. I, I just, I think they ran Skype into the ground. Okay, it's really all there is to say. About well, it. the biggest it's problem with Skype is 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 everyone's vulnerability. Yeah. Which, by the way, yeah, IP is being leaked. Which, I think a lot of gamers and most people actually left the platform of Skype because of the fact it I was did that so too. Badly insecure that you could literally just go type in Skype Resolver, put someone's name in, yeah, and IP you can now de them to oblivion exactly. with your and, if, and if you want to you can actually dox it too you can go back see who your provider is see the parents name on that and then from your parents name pay three dollars to a website and you get the child's name they're still why are you teaching kids man oh and kids the, the point they're is terrible. just uh, just to give you guys a trained little, at rbgs back in the yeah, day he RBGs knows all about it day, so yeah. you know abn and yeah. most you know basically i got doxed like 25 oh, different times i have about like 70 different skype accounts but anyways um, just, just to keep you guys, you know, clear, I actually renamed all of you guys. All of you guys are renamed to completely different things, random things. And, uh, I, I, I gave you, I, I took some extra security precautions for you guys so they can't find you. Oh, Everyone has their VPS, VPN. I mean, currently Skype resolvers right. are down. And oh, yeah, I'm in my bomb shelter. All right. Sure. Everyone got VPN enabled. We're all good. It's all good. Hey, I have a question for Richard. How many streamers... In this call, do you have you seen XQC, for the like, love of God, dude? Um, okay, <laughs> two, <laughs> including right. you. His camera finally worked, though. His camera finally worked. But he probably didn't. He keeps it getting the mic, though. Yeah, his cam mic. It's one or the other. That's all. Dude, XQC broke my webcam. It's my. <laughs> it's just flashing. Oh, so I have an oh, idea. Oh no. Okay, so he what, ha what, what happens is. 
if you open if you open Skype and you have microphone coming from one device and audio going to another, it's all like, hey, hey, are you sure you want to create echo? Let's put it. Let's put the let's put the the video and the audio on the same device. So it wants to go to webcam every single time. My it's webcam really is stupid. just flashing now. The light, the LEDs are just flashing. Oh, you, get you don't get DDoS by your any people, uh, random people. You get DDoS by your fucking. Have you paid your monthly <laughs> Skype tax so that it doesn't do this to you? Uh, that's about right, dude. So I, I mean, you could just put a public proxy over your connection settings and Skype, and you're good to go. Yeah, of course. Easy. They're so not I, resolving I, shit I, after that. You're fine. I, I think Pokey. So what, what you're asking is like, uh, how many like streamers has Richard seen playing the game? Is that right? I guess yeah. That's a better question. Like, have you watched a lot of streamers uh, play the game and any yeah any, any mean, streamers you feel like oh it's, fuck this guy it's kind of ah <laughs> less this time which seems to do so one more um but less this time I think that when when we give the early keys it's really important to watch the streams because we actually find some things that are broken and stuff so uh, I watch quite a lot and any t I tune in for like the first uh, two weeks to just see who's playing every day and watch some random people and um, get some interactivity as well, see, see how people like the game. So for me, it's almost like part of the beta testing. And this time, everyone was very nice, didn't really have any um, any people dissing me too hard, but I think with Super Seducer 1, people were, people were a bit meaner. Well, that's good, at least. I mean, maybe at least people now have accepted it. We right. like the Twitch if they were going to complain, they would have already. They know what they're going to get. And I think we actually yeah. did reduce the cringe. So I think that's... Um, oh, that's good. That's why we, we do have less cringe. You need more cringe. Cringe, is, cringe sells. <laughs> I think we made it funnier and reduced the cringe. So it's like less laughing at, um, at our expense. Well, the, the, <laughs> yeah. the funny thing is I actually... I actually I want to play the game seriously. I want to do it. I want to score the highest because you know because the, the X is there a high scores? Well, because, well the, 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 there was yeah. A, you think at hundred percent on each yeah, one? There was yeah, there's ranks and there's exploring. I I want to play it seriously because you know believe it or not that the, the area you're in, Richard, it's actually an area that I really I really enjoy. I mean I wouldn't say I'm on your level. Obviously you're way above me and your knowledge expands and exceeds mine or exceeds mine. But anyways. <laughs> No, no, it does. You know, this is his job. No, I, you know? I, I think this is his mic is just, just for a fucking second. Anyways, no. The point is, I really want to play it, but no matter what I do, every chat I'm in, every community I'm in, they get so mad at me by, for playing it seriously. They want me to pick <laughs> the wrong answers. Every time they want me to pick the answer where it's, Walk up to her and tell her you want to fuck her friend. Walk up to her and you know whip the yeah. dick out. They want me to pick <laughs> out the bad answers. I just want to. Play and when you so do bad. that, you kind of lose track of what the green route would look like and how it would be a really nice interaction. So you, you kind of you kind of lose the sense of it when you do that. Yeah, but obviously it's much more entertaining. <laughs> you just said don't do that. And the hilarious part is here's the hilarious part. They make you choose the wrong answer. And then at the end, when you get average <laughs> Joe or lower, they give you shit for it. They, they call you an incel. Yeah, they call you an yeah. incel. <laughs> it's actually hilarious. Like what the. F <laughs> like why would you do this <laughs> that's funny but yeah. yeah I saw XQC play and I saw Poke play and yeah yeah definitely fun. XQC are you good uh, I didn't let you no you're not <laughs> oh, okay, no, no, right, no, so that's that <laughs>
it's bugged to us, but I'll, I'll fix it. It's yeah. It's better than yeah, to go and buy this game actually. Yeah, no, can you guys? Um, oh, yeah. Do you mind if I drop off now? Because it's it's like breakfast uh, is closing yeah. soon. We're in the hotel. We got, Good morning, we got dude. I'm so glad you came. Yeah, yeah. we're actually like I, I really enjoyed talking to you, and I, I really appreciate you coming onto the show, man. It was great having you on and just kind of getting a look behind the curtain for your your game, man. It, it's great, and it's made a lot of really great moments for everybody here on Twitch. So I, I think everybody here really appreciates it. Yeah. Excellent. Thanks yeah. for inviting me. It was thank, great thank you to so meet much you for uh, coming. Oh, thank you. you. Yeah. Thanks, yeah. For, thanks for coming on and being one of us. You know, I think a lot of people, uh, you know, thanks. They, they, they don't get as involved as, as, as you've gotten. So I really appreciate that. Thank you for coming. I hope you had a good time. I hope every, you know, I hope everything went as well as you, you know, hoped. And, uh, yeah, that's great. I love you. That's all. Sorry I about Skype. No, you're good. <laughs> all right. Have yeah. a great morning. Bye. Good Bye. 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 Thanks for coming. See you. Is, 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 is this good? Yes, yes. better. Hey. Oh. Imagine, imagine doing IRL stream oh, with him. It would be amazing. Oh man, that'd be great. I, I like that guy a lot. Honestly, I, want, I, I, I never, I had never played Super Seducer really before. I know I'd seen like a few clips of it, so I didn't really know what to expect. But he was actually like a really polite, nice, like just a, a great oh, guy. I like him a lot. I know that was him. Oh shit! Wait, what? Really? <laughs> no. I mean, oh my god! Dude, Train's intro was trash. He didn't even say. I didn't even hear the words. What? To come from him. Oh no! When I joined Train, didn't tell me that. Oh, uh, okay. dude! I specifically, okay. I was listening. Here was my thought. He didn't name drop. Yeah, wow. exactly. Here was my yeah. thought. Process. I was gonna say Trihex. This is Richard from Super Seducer, but I was, I was in my head, in my head, literally. I was just getting the the, the envisionment. That, you know, the future was coming to my head. LSF title, train wreck, name dropping, super seducer Andy. Like just ridiculous. I already saw Destiny smirking, waiting, waiting for uh, me to say it. Just a give you know a side what? remark. You get a, you get a free pass there. You get a free pass there. So I, I think that's Richard, a that's a fair overthought. Hex Richard. That's how I kept it. So. Uh, that's cool. Tyler said earlier, uh, Trix, that you had a, a topic that you wanted to bring into. In, in oh, like, oh, yeah. The divorce, yeah. The divorce it, rate. It, I think it's time. Hey, okay. So, if I may, y'all, a uh, topic I ran across. Hey, asshole, this week, wait a actually. second. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> kidding. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. I see you. I see you. Yeah, all that, all that. Actually, it's funny. The, 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 the thing you're referencing right there by cutting me off with the being mad about being cut off. I got a topic for that too, actually. Thank you. Great. Well, or, or eventually, whatever. I'm done. So, yes. The thing I ran into uh, earlier this week here is that um, uh, divorce rates in United States are actually declining uh, dramatically. We now have some some pretty solid statistics now, and from uh, and over the last eight years, from 2008 to 2016, divorce rate for women in United States has actually dropped uh, 18% down wow. to I believe I believe 42% now. Is that Incredible, yeah, and so it was. It was up at sixty percent. Is that right? Or approaching sixty percent. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So there's a couple of stats here that uh, I want to draw some stats that way you guys get the, the idea of the landscape of marriage uh, in the United States right now. And in general, uh, boomers have actually been increasing their divorce rate. Boomers being those you know who are now what sixty five or older. Yes. Uh, they've been increasing the divorce rate. Uh, it's always been high and bad, obviously because back then there wasn't the internet. There wasn't like. Tender. aggregated dating websites and whatnot it's just like you know oh she's my co-worker i'm gonna you know we're gonna marry whatever or she lives on the same zip code as me fuck it we're gonna get married whatever there was like lower standards and there was lower barriers of entry to like just get to that point you know oh whatever. i want to shit on traditional tradcon values here for a second too if you want to go into that 
the the religious sure. way of marrying people is so beyond fucking stupid. Yes. The oh, idea. So yeah. here are two huge dimensions of compatibility. If you're a Christian or a conservative that denies this, you're just so fucking. I admire how naive you are. So one, <laughs> okay. sexual compatibility is incredibly fucking important for a relationship. The idea of marrying somebody before fucking them is so hilariously fucking stupid. That's the first thing. And secondly, oh, yeah, you, you do not. Okay, so this will trigger the fuck out of people. And I say this all the time on stream. Okay, this will trigger the fuck out of it. Your relationship is not real until you live with the other person. Like you've been dating oh, two years and it's long distance. That's real cute. You've been dating two years. You live in the same city. And you visit each other. You stay over. That's totally fine. Until you're actually fucking living together, you have no idea. If and you people are deny that? Compatible. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, people get so oh, yeah. oh my yeah. god. Okay. The sexual so area purity. Dude, sexual compatibility is massive. My yep. aunt's husband turned out to be gay. Well, yeah, no. well, well, that's sleep together a... before marrying, and that's... they divorced because he found out he liked men. Okay. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, that's that's oh, so wonderful. sweet. Wow. I think it's so. So wasn't the whole thing with like you know saving yourself to marriage like wasn't that more or less like kind of a carryover from whenever marriages were more of a uh, a thing to kind of create and uh, you know like retain wealth between families? No, that, that was, was a carryover of Judeo-Christian values that said that if women used up their vaginas, they wouldn't be able to bond to their partners as much, and that women are never supposed to enjoy sex. It's only something you do to please your husband. I, I there was there there okay. might have been some pragmatic value to that at some yeah, point. Yeah. Time, I, I think but there it was, was a pragmatic component. That's maybe, but that that was like a very small component. Or with that, or you could say that might have been a larger component, but it carried a lot of horribly fucking sex negative baggage along with it. Well, I, I think what happened maybe is like it was completely pragmatic at the beginning, and then as time went on, the religious component kind of just cannibalized it. And now, like or at least like for the past few hundred years, it's just a completely religious component with no pragmatic component at all. Yeah. Like that's what I would say. Yeah, maybe. Cool, cool. Well, so so to continue then, um, so yeah, it's it's dropped sixteen percent for women in the United States and whatnot. But the reasons why, I, one probably won't surprise you if you have a basic idea of sociology at this point. But yeah, boomers are divorcing higher because their okay. their barriers of entry are lower, given, um, and that uh, notably here, young people, and I'm mean, by young, I mean just like generate millennials or Generation Z. I'm talking Generation X as well as millennials and Generation Z. All of us, if you were born. When does uh, Generation X start? That's a uh, uh, which one is that? Is that before or after us? That's before that, millennials, that, isn't it? That's before millennials. Yeah, I believe uh, millennials uh, starts in eighty two. So we're talking like probably so like Gen 19, X is early to mid nineteen mid to uh, early nineteen sixties to the early nineteen eighties is Gen X. But okay. All right. So yeah, uh, you know, so if you're like, let's just say if you're like thirty five or under, you're, you're under that under that bracket, right? So 30, okay. 35 and younger. Uh, generally are waiting until they're more educated or in general, they're more educated and they wait longer. And that's because of, you know, the fact that, you know, we have now the socioeconomic standards of like going to college to be any, to anywhere near relatively competitive in the, the modern work field, workplace, resume chasing uh, environments and whatnot. So uh, if, you, if you go to college, generally you're going to, um, you're less likely to divorce because you're more educated. And if you're more educated, usually you end up waiting until longer uh, to get married because you prioritize getting your career stable before committing to anything long-term like marriage. Well, I have a question. Does that also mean that like, like the more educated into knowing like what they're getting into when they're getting married and shit. 
I think that really it's a combination of being more educated yeah, and being older, right? You're, you're more yeah. educated with experience. I, I think the big reason for that personally, for people that are around our age is that a lot of times whenever we were growing up, we grew up through, uh, you know, the recession of 2007. And I don't know about you guys, but whenever I was trying to find a job in like 2009, 2010, 2011, 2012, even it was really hard. Like I was struggling to get a job at Walmart. And now, I, yeah, it was sad. Like I was hoping that I would get a job at Walmart so I wouldn't have to work at Taco Bell. I've got Ooh. my name tag there for working at the the cafe at Sam's Club. It was a terrible time. Yep. So, I, I mean, it's. I think that's a big component to why a lot of people that are around our age waited longer to get married is because I think that did kind of um, uh, arrest development or like, you know, delay development of people. And that didn't happen as much with people who were like, uh, you know, like our parents. Age. Reproductive uh, freedom for women helped us a lot. Uh, helped a lot as well. So access to things like easy uh, contraception, like the pill and whatnot, have also led to women being able to put that off more. Because it used to be that, like when okay. you were younger, as soon as you started yeah. fucking, uh, you, some at some point you're probably getting pregnant, right? But nowadays with things like the pill, you know, you can engage in that type of activity a lot longer without having to worry about like, oh, I'm pregnant, fuck me, you know. And then now I have to get <laughs> married because it's kind of what you do once somebody's knocked out, right? Yeah. yeah. I, I, I have a question. I have a question. So it's like it's like a basic question, but I'm pretty sure like some people uh, ask themselves like like in chat as well. Like, why the fuck do you get married anyway? Like, what like what is like the actual point of it? Uh, well, I mean, if you like, do you mean like in terms of like a pragmatic? Oh, uh, uh, well, you like, have these. Over, I, like, for, like if I had ten hands, I had to get like reasons. I can't even find one. That's actually. Well, I, I think that's that well, in American that's culture. The uh, same for that. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, well, well, in the term, in the most relevant modern sense, I find for American perspective of it, it's like it's more like it's like one of the few things your parents want to want from you as a child. Like I want to, I want you, be, I want to be a grandmother, and I want to be at your wedding. Like getting married is like a thing that's on like the adult bucket list. Staying married is not. So everyone wants to go to the wedding. <laughs> But the ramifications of the okay. wedding itself are not as important. That's the thing I'm. Well, like so, I so to present like, a, and then another view of this is that I think that people generally don't want to die alone. Like you want to feel like you have some level of companionship going through life. Having a significant other feels good. Um, if yeah. you um, if you're well, reaching like your 20s or your early 30s and you're kind of dating around, at some point you kind of want somebody to get like a stated commitment. Like, hey, this is for real. Because when, when, depending on the person, it doesn't apply to everybody. But I would say probably for more than 50% of people, when you're starting to get into serious relationships in your late 20s, early 30s, the idea of that relationship ending and then you having to go back to the dating pool well into your 30s or even 40s, it can be really scary because the amount of people available who are you know have all sorts of other shit going on becomes a lot more um, difficult to navigate compared to when you're in your late 20s early 30s so I, I think that's why people look for, for kind of like those commitments like hey like is this real is it going to be long term because I don't want to just kind of fuck around you know indefinitely I think that's why some people as well look to, to get married like that's a big deal for a lot of people Absolutely. If you're going to break up like in a dating stage you're going to break up in a marriage stage as well or you're going to have some serious marital problems. Well, yeah, well there's probably but there's there's, there's like, more of an investment. Like there's more of an investment, right? Because you yeah. have like every, all of your stuff is involved with this person. Your life is intertwined with this person. This person has your legal name, right? I mean, you're, you're one entity in terms of like a lot of legal stuff. And it's just that that creates a certain level of commitment that makes you more willing to solve problems rather than walk away from the situation. Well, that then, then that's uh, commitment. I don't see really commitment there. It's, like, it's kind of like almost like forced. I feel like. 
Well, no, it's not forced because not, the idea is that not. both of you want to go together. Like, hey, like we're ready to go to this next level. So yeah. we are going to do things like combining our oh. finances and having joint ownership of property because we're like at that level in our life where we assume we're going to be together, you know, until both of us or at least one of us is dead, I guess. Um, yeah. Dude, I never, I never said that, but I, I, mean, I, I, like, I completely disagree. But I get the point, and like uh, I understand it now. The question yeah, I mean, it's not for everybody. Like some people just want to fuck right. around forever, right? Which is fine. There's nothing wrong with it's, that. Yeah. It's funny because uh, yeah. it's funny because Knut and I actually got that exact question on the dating slash social social advice show that we have every Monday, and uh, a big thing that came up actually from chat, like the chat was spamming this entire time. You know, when he was asking what's the point, and the entire chat they're on one thing, and they said taxes. How do you feel about yeah. that, Destin? Uh, or anyone else, Dyrus? Dyrus, go ahead. No, please. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Go ahead. Dyrus, please. I'll say something. I'll say something after. Okay. So taxes are important. Um, whew, I would have to go look into the filing married journaling code, but I'm pretty sure. Well, I will say if your incomes are very dissimilar, so if one person is earning a lot of money and another person is earning a little bit of money, the tax incentives are definitely there to do it. Holy fuck, you will save a lot of money um, oh, yeah. doing married filing journaling. If both of you are earning similar income, I don't believe that the tax benefits are that much greater. Now there are other benefits conferred to married couples, um, you, you know, like different stuff related to healthcare, access to emergency rooms, and whatnot. If somebody else passed out, um, things like power of attorney and whatnot. I'm, I'm not sure that's granted Can automatically. Uh, well, that that was a big yeah. component of like the the gay marriage thing, right? Like, what's the difference between a civil union and a marriage? Oh, there are a ton and, and, of differences. Well, well, that was like one of the ones that was always in the conversation was like mm -hmm. you know uh, being able to see somebody and like a uh, power of attorney, etc. Yeah, you know, exactly. Yeah. It's very big, very big for marriage. Yeah. Or well, sorry, yes, what can, you can you just elaborate on like if somebody is making a lot of money and the other one's not, like? What's the benefit? Like, uh, sure. So, here, so here's the thing. Let's say 100. Let's say somebody makes one hundred thousand dollars, and at one hundred thousand dollars of income, you're taxed at twenty. You, let's say that you're taxed at. I'm gonna keep the numbers very simple. At one hundred thousand, let's say you're taxed at ten percent. At fifty thousand, let's say it's five percent. At ten thousand, yeah. let's say it's one percent. Right? Yeah. So let's say somebody's earning a hundred thousand, and another person's earning ten thousand, and those people get married. Well, now they're mar now they file taxes as one entity. They file they file married filing jointly, and they their um their joint income is a hundred and ten thousand. However, the taxation rate would scale so that now, for married filing journaling, you have to be earning two hundred thousand dollars to get taxed at ten percent. So because oh, they're it earning, doubles, it kind of yeah, it, so it's it, average it together. It, yeah, it doesn't exactly work out doubly, but yeah, it's, it it's doubles, kind of like but that. your revenue doesn't double exactly. Right? Yeah, because only one oh. of you is earning. Yeah. So this is why if your incomes are super um, dissimilar, yeah, you get a lot taxation wise in terms of married filing journaling. Yeah, direct you, you, you can also do a thing where. Um, so, you know, when people get divorced, they like split half and half and all that drama shit happens. Yeah. yeah. Um, I forgot what it's called, but you can do prenuptial agreement. Prenup. Yeah. You, you can have that. You can have that too. Whereas, uh, if you get divorce and everyone keeps their own shit because you know, that makes sense. Um, yeah. also another reason for getting married is it's doesn't even have to be as complicated. It's as simple as, you know, you care about a person and it's like, Oh, I want to spend the rest of my life with you. Marry me. And, and then, you know, the tears fall. It's like, Oh my God, we're together forever. You know? And, uh, for the moment. It, it yeah. For the moment, <laughs> it doesn't even have to be something so complicated. There's a lot of very emotional people out there that care about every little thing. The titles. So yeah. that, that but, but if, if that exists, then if this prenatal thing exists, right? Prenatal. <laughs> okay, whatever, dude. Right? Like, let's say you make 500k, and the person makes, and, and you could find someone, right? Hey, um, you, you make 50k? Hell yeah! You get married, and you pay no no tax, like 20 years, and 
fuck it, then we're done. Like, you know, it's, uh, yeah, well, it's I, done. I think so. It, it's usually like the prenuptial agreements have to do with how much people bring into the marriage, not really what they earn while they are married. While That's my married. understanding yeah. of it. And also it's only for a certain period of time. So usually like a prenup lasts for like a year or five years, maybe 10 years. Uh, I think usually like it's five years or so. And some of them end up getting thrown out in court too. So it's, yeah, yeah. I've, I've seen like things about, I don't know how common it is because it's one of those things that like seems really unfair. So people talk about it all the time. I'd imagine they throw them out in the situation of children though. I well, I think it has to, it has to do with somebody like it's really fucked in the negotiating process and a lawyer looks over and is like, this is simple. It's basically it's kind of like the um, end user license agreement where like some people think that like if you go to like a NASCAR rally and they've got written on the back of the ticket, like if you get hit by a car or some shit, it's not our fault. And then there's like some gross negligence on the part of like NASCAR and you end up getting like fucking killed or some shit or, or severely injured They'll like they'll throw that out in court. They won't be like, dude, you can't like this isn't going to cover your ass. Like, no. like So I think this similar things can happen with like prenuptial agreements as well. If they're written up like very unfair to one party and, and like a our judge determines that or something yeah i mean i think that's definitely true and especially like if one person like i there have been a few examples that i've heard of where like somebody was like at the end of it they were like required to like pay for somebody's like uh i think it was like education because that person stayed at home yeah it was just like it's very complicated and i think there's just so many like moving parts and components to it it's really hard to break down but there are ways to kind of separate your wealth and your partner's wealth before you get married though Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you know what? Also, if you like, a, you have like a children or no, a child, right? Uh-huh. And and let's say uh, you're like a family, you make like 500k, right? Like as like a father or something. And so the kid is like used to a certain lifestyle, right? Like they they get like new consoles every year, you know, good clothes and shit. If they divorce, right? And the, the guy has like like pay like a pension, and has to maintain that lifestyle. You know, when the kid is like, you know, with the mom or whatever. Does that make sense? Oh, the child support. That's what you're saying. Yeah, the child support thing. Basically, depending on how much money the guy makes, assuming that the the female, the woman gets custody of the child, the guy has to pay a certain certain percentage of his income. Yeah, yeah, that's basically how it works. I think depending on the state, because in the state of Nebraska, I'm pretty sure the way that it's determined is there is a certain level of financial support that is expected for a child. And then they break it down based on the percentages of what each person's earning. So, like, if you earn like a million dollars, you're not going to be paying like fifty thousand dollars a month in child support just because you earn a lot. There's like a maximum expected contribution. I'm pretty sure to support a child. And then the extra stuff, like the crazy child support shit you hear about, I'm pretty sure that's stuff that's like sued for in civil court that you've got to go like an extra. Like the state okay. isn't just going to mandate. Yeah, that. yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, alimony and child support are two separate things as well, which is important to consider. Well, of course, uh, alimony has to do with money paid to the wife, and child support has to do with money paid to the wife to pay to the kid. Sure, yeah. You can only hope they keep it for the kid, though. Well, I mean, use of, it on other of sometimes they still... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so uh, getting getting back to, like, the meta here, uh, Triax, why do you think that we've seen this type of a degrease? Oh, well, actually, wait, wait. before I continue okay. and, get to the, and get to that point, you brought up a very valid thing here, which was okay. like, you know, the uh, the fact that uh, the that us young people are getting married later because we're yeah. pursuing college because of yeah. the competitive workforce. And it goes back to that thing you brought up earlier, which was the 07 recession. And I'm, I'm thinking a small detour here because you brought up a great point. You're right. In 07, literally. I had a terrible time finding a job, and I, like you, literally applied at Walmart to be an overnight stalker, just so I yes. can get, just yes. so, just so I can like <laughs> stay on my feet in some fashion. And what's funny story here, actually, 
I was so depressed. I was like, oh my God, dude, am I really going to go? Am I going to fucking Walmart, dude? Really? Fuck, dude. So I get there. I, I, I suck it up. I remove the ego. I go to Walmart.com. I go to apply. And I'm like, 55 questionnaire for fucking Walmart? Are you serious, dude? Fuck this shit. So I, so I fucking put it off for like a day and a half. And I come back 36 hours later to actually finish it. And I find out because my mom's cool with the manager at the time who was working at that particular Walmart that I was applying for, that my application got flagged internally because it's a it's a default detection that you didn't finish the application in the same 24 hours, which yeah. is an indication that you're not enthusiastic about joining the Walmart workforce. So it, it's auto flagged to get declined. So that's so cute. The, yeah, it's funny, right? Blessing in disguise here. I uh, So due to that, I ended up never going to Walmart, and then I ended up uh, getting on at uh, Chili's as a waiter, like, about three oh, weeks later. I remember I remember filling out an application to Hobby Thank Lobby you. on an old pizza box while I was playing WoW. Like, that, that was my life in the early 2010s and, like, the late 2000s. It was just – it was so rough. And I think, like, that's a big reason why people are waiting to get married. Like, that's I, – I really legitimately feel maybe this is just my own life experience and I'm extrapolating. But I think this has been a huge influence on me and the way that I look at things, right? Like, I save money, you know? I, I look at things. It's, like, almost like a mini-grade depression. Like, my dad would talk about how his parents would want to save money because they grew up in the Great Depression – Maybe it's like a, a minor thing like that, at least for me personally. I don't know about you guys. No, I would say the average American is still very financially fucking stupid, unfortunately. Oh, I would definitely agree. I think with our you there. average, like the average American has like over six thousand dollars in credit card debt, negative savings credit. Like most <laughs> oh. people are very bad. Wow. With them. Is, is that is that median or mean? I'm pretty sure I think it's just average. Wait, so oh, what? That, that's like still, that's, yeah, that's still kind of a lot. I have a question for you guys. So why don't you think? Yeah. Do you think people waiting and postponing marriage contribute contributes to quote unquote hookup culture? Yeah, yes. probably for sure. Yeah, of course. <laughs> okay. Definitely. I don't think there's yeah, anything wrong the... with that though, unless you're like a girl. Uh, yeah, do you think it's beneficial though to the why the divorce rates are declining? I, I mean, I, I think it's like one. It's like one negative for another, right? Is hookup culture like healthy? Probably not. But our divorce. Wait, why healthy. not? Um, I, I think STDs. I mean, that's probably the main reason. Wait, have our STDs actually in the right? And also, can't we protect from STDs anyway? To an extent, but people obviously don't. A lot of people. Wait, I, don't, wait, I don't know. If, I don't know if STDs alone like make hookup culture necessarily. Exactly. Exactly. Thing. So let's say, yeah. does does hookup culture necessarily like mean um, uh, STDs? Well, how do you feel about like kind of if you look at sex as something that's more transactional? Do you consider that a bad thing? Like I don't really have my mind made up on that, and that's another thing, right? Because it's more of a morality argument, and I don't really know where I stand on that personally. Morality argument, really. Well, yeah. Of well, course, it is. Because, it has to do with whether yeah. or not you should be having marital you mean, like, sex. Prostitution? Right? Is that what you mean? By transactional? No, no well, one is talking uh, about prostitution. I'm asking. Not necessarily <laughs> transactional, <laughs> but I, I think transactional might not have been like the best word to use, but something that's more or less exchanged uh, much more freely, right? And I think that there could be negatives associated with that. Absolutely. Like what? Huh? Our uh, I read the statistics for Norway, and we're uh, uh -huh. we have the opposite. Uh, no problem. We have the opposite problem here because our statistics are increasing, while less and less people get married. And actually, the only the only people who get married more here is gay people. <laughs> well, so, why do you think that is? I have well, no idea. Gay? I just read it right now. I have no really? Idea. Yeah. 
Wow. I, 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 had, to, I had to Google it. That's funny. You don't think there's so, been like any cultural change or anything like that? It's just kind of happened on its own? Uh, when it comes to gay marriage, I guess it's more, uh, more uh, not like such a taboo right now. Maybe it was more of that before. Well, so, I mean, like just overall, right? Because you said like uh, the marriages were declining, right? That's like kind of what you're implying. Yeah, we have no benefits of being married there. It's if we live together, we have the same benefits as, as if we were married. So oh. there's no benefits of getting married there. Not at all. Nothing. It's I guess a piece of paper. Sense. It's just a piece of paper. Yeah. If you yeah. don't have any beliefs in it, so or any religious reasons to get married, you have nothing. To actually get married for that's surprising actually like i yeah. would expect it to be something similar to the u.s but i guess not canoe uh, what were your reasons for not getting married because we broke up i mean besides that, besides that you guys were together for a very, very long period of time what stopped you <laughs> No, it's fucking expensive to get married for it once. Fuck uh, <laughs> that. That's one of the reasons, and we just never did it. We, we we talked about it a lot of times, so it was we we could do it back then, but uh, it never happened, and then we broke up. So it was it was not. Did you break like up because you talked about it? What? Did you break up because you talked you talked about it? Or no, 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 no. Okay. It had no, no. It's unrelated to that. Okay. <laughs> I don't but, know. Uh, I think it's surprising, I'm, actually. Go ahead. Oh. I have no idea why the statistics are like this in Norway. I thought it was this in the whole world, actually. <laughs> like, le le more and more people are breaking up in general. Mm -hmm. That's more no normal now, because the marriages are, are, were more, more forced earlier. I'm not sure what... Uh, oh. well, I mean, like, do you mean, like, forced or kind of, like... Uh, yeah, not, not maybe not like uh, forced like we see in Muslim countries, but uh, I mean more forced in a way that you you shouldn't break yeah, up because yeah. that's expected. bad. Uh, expected. Like how they were in America, kind of. Yeah. I I have a question. Exactly, yeah. Do for when people marry from like you know foreigners from america for the green card does that count into the statistic because i know there's people out there that just do it straight up for the green card okay and mm -hmm. i guess they break up after whatever I, I don't know how that works such a such that's a, probably minority. a minority yeah very small thing that's something that like whenever it happens illegal. Oh, it's something well, that like whenever it happens, okay. you read about it because it's just so rare. Like generally things like that that show up on the news, I assume that they're very, very uncommon. Like maybe this is going to happen one in a thousand, one in two thousand, or maybe even like very, very common, like one in one hundred or five hundred. What if you admit to that? Is that wrong? Uh, well, it yeah, depends it, on like, yeah, I, I think, I mean, like, yeah, it, it's wrong. Like, it, I think it's illegal. It is illegal. Little, illegal. Like, if you were to admit that to law enforcement, they'd probably go ahead and take your green card. Isn't there I like a time period where you have to be married for it? Like, I don't know if you get, like, if you get divorced like in like 25 years, right? years or some shit, I doubt they're going to be like, get the fuck out, you know? Like, mm. I mean, they can throw you in jail, I believe, for five years. I, I have no idea. I think that might depend on location. 
I don't know. I saw this when I was going through Border Patrol, and they're like, fake marriages? Thinking of fa- faking a marriage? You can spend five years here. And I was like, oh. <laughs> Well, I, I think faking a marriage is very different than doing it with uh, false pretenses. And uh, I don't know if that's like something that's really defined or not, but it's. I, I do think there's a difference there. <laughs> Okay. But yeah, I don't I don't know. I, I think that there has been I, I don't really know like kind of and this could be like too big of a topic to talk about, but I think that people that are like more I guess like traditional and you know promote more traditional values might be like a tangential influence on why more people are staying married. I think probably the biggest example of that I could use is like Jordan Peterson, for example. And I'm not saying that like I'm agreeing with him or anything, but people that promote that kind of thing and the fact that he is popular and people like that are popular might lead into this like cultural change. Wait, like going back to traditional conservative values? Uh, well, not. I mean, like, I think conservative values is something that's a little bit different, but traditional values in the sense of well, you no, know, Jordan fi- Peterson is very explicitly a tradcon, very traditional conservative. Oh no, Christian no, I, I agree yeah. with you, and I just I, what I'm saying is, what do people take away from that? Do they take away the tr- the conservative part too? Probably, but I think that just a traditional component of it is much more uh, common of a takeaway than also the conservative component. I, I have like a, a sort of like weird question. I, I, I feel like it's kind of dog shit. But I, can't, I feel like I have to ask. You know, like the, the hookup culture type shit, right? Yeah. Do you feel like it's something that everyone sort of has like in the back of their mind a little bit? Or like, not like an urge, but like they think about it, right? And if they do it early, then they're not going to do it later. Or, you know, like, how's that whole thing work, you think? You, Wait, what? You think? What he's yeah, asking you, is, you hit puberty and you just want to hump. What he's asking, I, I believe what he's asking is like, is it like a phase? Is it a phase that everyone goes through, or is it a, is it something that everyone thinks about? And once they go through it young, they don't go through it old. Or if they don't go through it young, they're gonna go through it old. Or they're gonna, like, is it a phase that's gone through? Is it something? That, yeah. Okay. Out of the blue, let's say that you you've never fucked around ever, right? You never like uh, had like a bunch of partners and shit, and just like you know juggled them and shit, right? And you get married kind of early. You only have one partner. You only like touch like. Sorry for the language. You only like touch one pair of tits or whatever. And and then after like fifty years, like dude. 50 years, I only touch one pair of tits, and you know, maybe you'll fuck, dude. I, I, I kind of want to explore, you know, I feel, I feel cheated. Not cheated, but you know, like, I, I could see that happening. Is it midlife no, crisis. it definitely does. Uh, yeah. It's not even a midlife crisis. There are people that are in single relationships, and they don't even make it 50 years. They might get into their 30s, and then they start having thoughts where it's like, um, yeah. like, fuck, you know, I've only been together with one person my entire life. Now I kind of wonder if I might have missed out on some other experiences. Yeah, for sure. Mm. And that's actually it. very common, uh, especially for people that like, it's it's also maybe an example of like people that you know the grass is always greener on the other side so Uh somebody who's really in the hookup culture wishes that they had like that you know one person that they can just be with all the time and they feel like they missed out on that and then people that has that one person have that one person that they've you know just been with all the time they feel like they missed out on having all those other experiences too and and that's probably what it is not for me and Knut This concludes part one of the Scuffed Podcast, episode 12. Please continue to part two to finish the episode. Follow Trainwrecks TV on Twitter. Twitter.com slash Trainwrecks TV.